This is Hammond. Hi, it's Jess. Uh, we decided that as the year is coming to an end, we were just going to do an end of the year review of atheist stories, of non-atheist related stories, because... Just this dumpster fucking fire yeah. of year. I wanted to call it the Fuck 2016 podcast. I don't um, think Hammond iTunes would be happy with that. That's okay. I don't think... That's all right. This is a family show. But we're drinking wine. Yeah. This is the... F- Actually, this is the first time we've ever drank together. Cheers. All right, cheers. Um, so we figured, yeah, let's talk about all the things that sucked about this year. And if there's the, like the two things, whatever it is to be optimistic about for next year. Well, I mean, when we, we made a giant the... list, Jessica <laughs> made a giant <laughs> list. Oh, I have to shout out, uh, my, my, uh, coworker, Kate McDonald. She's in Boston. She's my best work friend. Never met her in real life because <laughs> I work for a super great company, but <laughs> she, she, I told her what I was doing, that I was making a shit list for the year. And so she uh, leaned into it and did all of the notable deaths. So uh, have you ever been on Wikipedia when they say, like, notable deaths in August? It's literally anybody who's ever existed who may be of note. So she waited through all that shit. Oh, wow. So if I miss somebody, that's not on me. Yeah, we should make clear. This is totally not a comprehensive list of everything. Oh, it's comprehensive for me, my friend. So uh, don't don't yell at us when we forget that God, thing that happened that was fine. so important that we just missed. She did call me a monster. Be- oh, so I made a good a good column and a bad column of yes. things that happened, and I put <laughs> Scalia dying in the good column, and she called me a monster. <laughs> I should note that the bad column is much longer yeah. than, than okay. everything in the good column. So All right, I'm, like you're leading the way here. I am. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> so January. Uh huh. <laughs> it feels so long ago. Things were good then. We were so young and naive. Yes. And then Alan Rickman died. David Bowie died. State emergency declared in Clint. Zika happened. Um, God. So what was going on with the Dawkins Foundation? Let's talk about something that's <laughs> I, I These are the things listeners. I remember writing about in those times. <laughs> uh, secular Coalition hired somebody who's religious? Yeah, Secular Coalition for America, the atheist lobbying group in D.C. Uh-huh. They, uh, got, they fired or the person resigned, whatever they want to call it. But uh, Edwina Rogers, who oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was the former uh, executive director of the organization, she mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. or was fired or whatever you want to call it's that. no longer a part um, of the company. And her replacement was uh, Larry Decker, a man who happens to be religious, which was a little questionable, but he's turned out to... Uh, he supports church aid separation, and he's a fine lobbyist on behalf of atheists. I think that's all that matters, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you don't necessarily care if somebody is personally religious as long as yeah. they're sort of honoring the idea of, like, it's kind of like how... And to be clear, Secular Coalition for America, they're not saying, like, let's no. promote atheism. No, 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 no. They're supporting church aid separation. So you can totally have a religious person. I mean, a lot of church-state separation groups Are have religious. been led by religious Well, it's the way Tim Kaine... It's right? personally pro-life, mm-hmm. but would never run on a pro-life platform because... We're not at November yet where we cry. Oh, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, so <laughs> January, yes, exactly. so exactly. Your point is taken, which is you can be religious and be totally with us yeah. on how the government should treat religion. Yep. So that was that. The Dawkins Foundation thing... Um, that yeah, is, you added this stuff that's like relevant to our listeners. I was just I like angry typing. Well, Alan Rickman will talk about Voldemort Ugh. in November. Okay. We're not there yet. Oh, I see what you did there. Snape, Snape. All right, whatever. I read the book. I thought... Um, the <laughs> doc- thought you thought Alan Rickman played Voldemort, and I was going to flip this table. No, I know he's Snape. I just... Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen any That's, of the movies. I don't do movies. They're okay. God. 
I it's fine. Yeah, Listen, whatever. move on. Um, the Dawkins Foundation, yeah. which is a and not really a big organization. It was kind of a one man show, mm-hmm. but they promoted a lot of stuff, and they mm-hmm. obviously have Richard Dawkins to fundraise. Uh-huh. And Center for Inquiry, which is a big atheist secular organization, yeah, they merged, uh-huh. and a woman, uh, Robin Blumner, is leading that merged organization. Which means, like, two of the biggest atheist groups in the nation, Freedom From Religion Foundation and this CFI merged with uh-huh. Dawkins Group, they're both led by women. FFRF has co-presidents. Annie you put Lurie, them in the bad shit column. I no, want for the record. That was good. I just saw all the stuff written there, so I just that's added it to that list. That's not bad shit. No, that's great. <laughs> I, think, I think for a long time, atheism has suffered from a white male-leaning situation at least that's the perception i think uh, yeah um, i think it's also and all the and authors are known right. uh, the white male authors that's totally the true and so this men. is it's one of those things that as the year progressed mm-hmm. no one ever talks about that no one ever mentions yeah. the fact that that women are running these groups but it is kind of cool no, and we shouldn't great. forget that I do often brag about the fact that we have one of the few podcasts in existence that have zero white men on it. Whoa. (laughs) Have you ever thought about that? Glad we killed off that other host. Yeah. Listen, (laughs) he knew what he did. Okay. Um, The other thing I had in this list, and then we can get to the good shit, (laughs) just because I don't know where I put stuff. Um, The one other thing that happened at the beginning of this year is Michael Newdow, the atheist who went to the Supreme Court like a decade oh, plus yeah, ago yeah, yeah. to get under God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. He lost that case. But he decided to file a lawsuit um, to get In God We Trust off of our money. Mm-hmm. And his argument is this. like, uh, There's a couple of things. I hope I'm getting the legal aspect of this right. <laughs> you no, can argue you that this is a promotion of religion. But right. his argument is, I'm not going to take that route. I'm going to take a different one saying... Uh, this is like equal protection or something. Like you're forcing atheists to use this money. Yeah. And whether or not you like that argument, he was saying, I'm going to go to every district, like every appeals district so in the to, nation. Uh-huh. I'm going to file this lawsuit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will probably lose in the district courts, but I'm going to appeal them because if it goes up to the one of court? them says you're good, which mm-hmm. is what happened with Under God, like the one California appeals court said, right. yep, you're right, and then all the shit got started. Mm-hmm. He's like, if I can get one of them to say yes to me, we can do something, or at least have the Supreme Court hear yeah. it, which sounded good in January, maybe, and no longer does. Uh, but... We finally heard, like, in the past few weeks that the one of the appeals court that heard his case said, yeah, no, we're not doing anything with this. So one down, and a few others have already ruled on this in the past, but he's going to keep trying. But yeah. anyway, he filed this lawsuit in January, which riled up a lot of the religious right, of course. It's, you- a, it's an interesting question, right? Though, like, in God we trust on the money. Should it be there? It's not one of those things, like, we're not atheists, we're not walking around all offended by it. Right. But the question is, is this a promotion of religion or is it just one of those ceremonial things that no one should care about? I think about that shit a lot of is the I'm really sincerely torn about it. Yeah. Of on the one hand, I do think it's bullshit that when I was four years old, I was saying under God with no understanding of of what that meant. And it feels a little like dictatorshipy to me, but <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I, this is, I know this is the wrong thing to say, but like, I feel like this is the thing that like the Christian right hates about atheists. Right. You go after every mention right. of God. And like, it even feels not quixotic in a way of mm-hmm. like, it's, does it really, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, does it really matter? And here's the idea. Here's my take on it too. I agree. It's not, it's not something I stay up late thinking about, but here's the argument 
that I think makes a little sense, which is that even if the lawsuit doesn't ever win, the fact that you can... Min- I mean, we got... The people started talking about under God in the pledge mm-hmm. because of Newdow's lawsuit. Yeah, that's true. And people started protesting or not saying it or staying seated during it because he raised this this fuss about it. Yeah. Whether or not you think it's a big deal. So even with this, I think a lot of people just see it on the money. They don't think twice about it. Not a big deal. And the thing is, when it was pushed onto the money in the fifties, it's because we were trying to push God into everything. That history gets forgotten. It really does. And no one thinks about it today. But it's one of those things that if you're not religious and you see that, it does mean something different. And the question is, why are people so offended if you said, what if we had money without In God We Trust? Because that's what it was for such a long time. A lot of people would get pissed off. Mm-hmm. And why are they getting pissed because off Because momentum it? is hard to stop. It's much <laughs> easier to just not do something than to stop something that's all in, sure. already in motion. Because they feel like it, it's perceived, I think, mm-hmm. it's perceived to them like we're taking something away from them, which right. is... Which is what, though? What are we taking away from them? I don't know. Superiority. Yeah, pretty that. much. And that's the thing. So he's raising a fuss about this thing that right. says, if you're religious, like, you're honored, you're exalted. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, not Better all than... of us feel that way. Yeah. So... And it... Again, and when we talked about having um, religious people in secular uh, coalitions and things like that, it makes sense. It, it Separation of church and state protects both church and state. I should say, Newdow's lawsuit, the one that he just lost uh-huh. in the appeals court, actually had a religious person signed on as one of the plaintiffs. Good. They Actually, if you read the lawsuit, the word G-O-D is spelled G-D, out of respect to Jewish? that religious... I think he was, out of respect to that man who was wow. one of the plaintiffs. So it's like, yeah, it's not just atheists fighting about this. So wow. interesting. Side note. That is interesting. So anyway, so that, February? Was, that was the atheist stuff. Oh, yeah. Nothing good happened in January, according to this list. Uh, then you're, yeah, no. Um, okay, so February. So Scalia died, so this is a thing that Kate told me I was a monster about. I remember... I. Mikey and I saw a movie. My husband and I saw a movie, and I walked out, and he was in the bathroom, and I turned my phone back on. I got the push alert that Scalia had died and was just like a gape. Like my eyes were, and he walked out. He's like, what just happened? I was like, Scalia died it. And I, I, (laughs) I didn't know how to respond to it properly because my initial reaction was like, fuck that guy. Right. But also it's a human being who died and he and Ruth Bader Ginsburg were like besties, (laughs) which made their opera buddies. Oh my God. Yeah. I wanted to hang out. They were an elephant, (laughs) (laughs) but it, you know, it's, he was a good guy in terms of civil rights. So right. so he died, and then the and Geo- at the time, if you remember, by the way, it was like, well, there's still a year left in the Obama administration. The chances are oh. good that a Democrat will win. So it's like, wow, uh, the most conservative justice just died, and a liberal will most likely replace him. That is... That is unbelievable. Oh, you sweet summer child. Uh, we were so young and naive. So, so immediately the GOP vowed to uh, block Obama's nominee. So this is even before he, he uh, nominated Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, eh, eh, something about a lame duck, yada, yada, yada. Which my understanding of his lame duck up. is like, Obama is a lame duck currently. Like right. between, between the election. November and January. No, no, no. He's a lame duck for And we need to let the people decide. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck that. Like, yeah. It made me... Oh my, it makes, (laughs) and it's people who act like the constitution's the most important thing to them, but they love to just interpret them as ever they want. I'm just, yeah, just to be clear, the, the whole thing about Scalia and the people who liked him (laughs) is that they hate people who are activist judges 
No one was more activist and changing the Constitution um, to suit his own needs oh my God. than Scalia. Um, it's just... And what's sad is that Trump, who you would... The one good thing you have going is maybe he doesn't know enough to nominate someone who's that yeah, conservative. Yeah, but he's putting too many... Oh, but he's... But November. Putting, November. We'll get there. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. there. Uh, so Harper Lee died. But by the way, fa- yeah. one last thing about the Supreme Court, which nope. is when Scalia dies, mm-hmm. a lot of those, if you remember, when gay marriage was legalized, <sighs> mm-hmm. that's like a 5-4 decision because the swing vote went in the liberals' way. A hundred percent. So a lot of things have been upheld because we've had eight in the Supreme Court and and Kennedy's swung more left than he might normally. Sometimes. And things have been but upheld. Like, with Scalia gone, it's like, you know what? Even if the swing vote goes the other way. Right. It's still tied. Right. And now that's all up in the air. Right, and so whatever. it goes back down. So for at courts. least temporarily, it's like, oh my God, we might have a Supreme Court that actually doesn't keep going conservative on right. all these split decisions. <sighs> Can't wait till they get to November. We should power through the spring. Oh, you what? have a good thing listed under February that I like. Oh, Spotlight won Best Picture. Did, you a, saw Spotlight? I did. It's it the was one movie so I saw this year, I think. So good. It was good. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen Spotlight and you are listening to this podcast, like... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's it's truly incredible. It's a really, really excellent movie about... Um, the, is the Boston Globe? Yeah, it's the Boston Globe. Boston Globe, their Spotlight section, did a really long investigation into basically the atrocities that the Catholic Church in Boston was covering up. Everything we hear about the church, of, sec, church yeah. sex scandal, that's them. That's what they started. It was so well done. I mean, it's not just a denunciation of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is what good journalism looks that's, like. That's and exactly that's neat, correct. That's a neat thing. You don't see movies about that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, that could so easily be a deeply uninteresting movie. Mm-hmm. But it was so well done. And the stakes were really high. And the acting was phenomenal. Yeah. I, I saw that. I haven't seen any of the superhero movies ever. <laughs> like, I, I really, I don't know what any of these movies are about these days. Sure. But that God, one was... so old. I don't think it's old. It's that I don't care. You're and I have no... I don't have a kid who's old enough to watch. So it's like, I have no well, reason to She's not going to want to watch movies after you're like... We got a couple years. We're going to watch MSNBC 24 She will learn to love it. <laughs> I did see Chris Hayes as I walked in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but, but that's exactly the thing. It's like, I, I don't see any of those. But this one, it's like, this is a real movie. They didn't make this stuff up. It was excellent. It was super excellent. And um, it very much deserved its win. Was that? That was Best Picture. Oh, you had Harper it? Lee died in February. Harper Lee did die in that February. I read To Kill a Mockingbird, I think, last year for the first time. Because I never read it growing up. And well, I'm you're like, a math teacher. It's one of those know. I should read. It was good. It's... It's quite good. <laughs> I remember reading, reading it in high school. You didn't have to read it in high school? Uh, if I did, I just got around it. I don't know what I did. <laughs> right. I didn't read a lot of books in high school that I was assigned to read. That's fine. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> okay. So March? March. March. Uh, so Nancy Reagan died. Yeah. One this interesting, is your parenthetical yeah, thing. Yeah, one interesting thing that at Nancy Reagan's funeral, her son, Ron Reagan, oh, who is an Ronald atheist. Ronald Reagan, I was like, Ronald you Reagan's know also Ronald dead. Reagan yes. is definitely dead. But her son, Ron Reagan, uh-huh. who is an outspoken atheist, he gave a speech, at, obviously, he gave a eulogy at her funeral with everyone there, where he at least mentioned, he's like, you know, I'm not religious. He doesn't believe in Did he in the say anything afterlife. in regard to Nancy or Ronald? No. And you remember, Nancy fine. Reagan believed in, like, astrology. She believed in all this. He didn't mention Shit, any I of that. Shit, I forgot about that. But he just said, you know, I don't believe in the afterlife, but this is what I remember about her. Let me tell a few stories. It's like, this is what a good secular eulogy Ugh, yeah. looks like. Oh, that's great. I love mm-hmm. that. 
Um, okay. And then, yeah, no, I don't want to get into the, that shit. So uh, Merrick Garland officially gets nominated. That gets blocked because, because they're children. Yes. Um, oh, and March is when a lot of the violence of the Trump rallies happened, which was fucking terrifying. <laughs> Started happening. Yeah. Started happening. They haven't happening. really stopped. No, it's still happening. I want to kill myself. Yeah. Uh, oh, the trans bathroom thing happened. Yeah. Was that the North Carolina one that it happened in March? It was the North Carolina whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, I obviously had that in the shitty column. Shitty, yeah. not chilly. Oh, bad shit, good shit. Yes. And then the bad shit column. For obvious reasons, right? It's this weird manufactured fear of trans people as if they're the real threat. What this is, this is what frustrates me the most about the trans thing, is that they have this perceived threat of oh, men are going. This is always the refrain, right? Men in a wig are going to go in the bathroom with your wives and your daughters and your girlfriends and whomever. Whereas we can point to specific situations where like people running the Catholic church have act because there's, I don't. Right. Who's done more harm? Like Catholic exactly. priests well, and or I don't trans think, people in And I don't want to speak out of turn, but I don't think there's ever been a incident, even a single incident of somebody, a, a trans person entering right. their I, identified I gender I and attacking somebody. I, don't I literally think heard one story this year. Mm. It was a small incident. They caught the person and they did whatever. They arrested that person as they should have. Right. And I don't. I did not hear any LGBT person or ally saying, "Oh no, that shouldn't. They shouldn't have arrested that." Like, no, no, right. no. They said, no, "Good, you that, do something that guy's wrong. A creep. Go ahead and arrest him." Uh, but yeah, literally one, and they took care of it. But yeah, how many? But times... when you see the actual threats of actual yeah. people who are actually doing things, and they stay so so silent, and that I find that deeply frustrating because it feels dishonest. Because I everything they say about gay people and as the fears of that we yeah. should worry about has always been overblown and always lies. It's it's a thing that I think that one of the things that's frustrated me most about 2016 is that it so so say for example my my dad is fiscally conservative and I'm fiscally liberal or whatever like my mm-hmm. dad is technically a, a republican although he's socially liberal which is another can of worms um i think my father and i can sit down and have an interesting conversation about what's the best way to address these issues and i feel like we've lost that discourse this year this year was fearmongering this year was like big sweeping generalizations. This year was just vilifying anybody who was an other. And to me, that's really frustrating because, because when people talked about, and we're again, not November yet, but people talk about, Oh, I, so many people have stopped talking to people because they're Trump supporters. Mm. If somebody said, I'm not talking to somebody because they're a Mitt Romney supporter. Fine. Like maybe that's overreacting, but this was such a different situation in terms of it's not just you're saying that you would rather not put national money into welfare or whatever it's not a policy difference here and there difference it's a our president (laughs) has admitted to sexually assaulting women like gleefully let me ask you this question how many close friends do you have or family members who are trump supporters because um, you're not. So how many do you have who first are First of all, you don't support? know me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, honestly, me personally, um, my my folks who have, or my dad has voted GOP since McGovern, I think, voted for Hillary this year. And he lives in Wisconsin, so he did his part. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at really my immediate family, nobody I necessarily know off the top of my head. I've definitely gotten to like my my sister in law's mother in law, which <laughs> you I know have to sounds absurd. That far. No, I did actually a, a buddy of my my, my coworker is from Tennessee, and I was saying like my my um, Facebook feed has been pretty free of like yeah. Trump bullshit. And he was flabbergasted that I don't have that like deep right. in my and because he's from Tennessee and right. so everybody's just. But this is this is exactly the point because I don't either. Oh like my God. I would have to stretch really bubble. far, and yeah, I'm I'm aware I'm in this liberal bubble. Mm. I'm well aware of that. Sure. And the sad thing is, like you're saying with your Tennessee colleague, yeah, they're they're only kind of hearing the conspiracy and the pro-Trump side and mm. all that stuff. And yeah, that is that because I and I can speak for you too. We have lots of friends who are religious. Mm-hmm. We have lots of friends who disagree with us on other issues. Yeah, but for some reason, this political divide is. And I think the studies have borne this out too that we are more polarized, mm-hmm. and we're all living in our respective bubbles. And you know, we keep seeing this thing on TV about like, oh, Hillary won the popular vote and stuff. But the fact is, it's like, yeah, but the reason it doesn't matter is because it's like in California, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it. And other states are totally not. So that's why. You know what it's I've noticed? Irrelevant. Republicans are super into the Electoral College now. Didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't know that about them before. <laughs> I didn't know they were so pro Electoral it's College. It's all they have. Why would God, you take it away from them? Fucking nightmare. I cannot believe this year happened. Okay. <laughs> what else? Uh, trans bathroom happened. Well, at least with the trans bathroom thing, that seems to have at least bit oh, uh, Pat McCrory in the ass in North Carolina. 100%. Um, because, so. did I put this in here? I mean, I think I put. That the NCAA yeah, the pulled NC, out of NCAA North Carolina said, saw very real repercussions. Yeah, and they didn't get them. They didn't get them on the ethical things because yeah. trying to explain that hey, trans people already go to the bathroom with you, and they're going in the right bathroom for them. Right, it's already happening. You don't know about it because they're not putting a big <laughs> sign on their head. All we're asking is to make that legal so there are no repercussions. No, whatever. But the point is, they decided to kick them in, like, the budget. So the NCAA said, we're moving all of our championships out of your state. The NBA, we're moving our all-star game out of your state. Bruce Springsteen canceled. Bruce Springsteen's not playing. Uh, PayPal. PayPal. We're not expanding. We're not expanding in your state. Fuck, man. That's how it happens. Good. That's what a good company does. That's what... Yes, that's how it works. Like, if... If your company wants to have good, positive, inclusive mm-hmm. values and you want to hire people who support those values, you can't have your headquarters or any part of it in states right. that won't even let those and workers be And that's how capitalism works, right? It's yeah. like people, because people always say, if you don't like this company, don't pay them. Right. Okay. That's what we're yeah, going to do. Right. Bye. Okay. Um, Where are we at? Trump's campaign manager charged his battery. Old news. I mean, obviously it's all old news, but like, doesn't that feel like <laughs> such a drop in the bucket? Man. Like, of course his campaign manager was a dick bag. <laughs> um, oh, the U.S. women's soccer team. Where they get paid less. Yes. They have to play on crappier equipment. And that breaks my heart. Because we're going to get into the women athletes of 2016 because they were the only good thing that happened this <laughs> year. Um, oh, the Georgia governor vetoed the anti-gay bill, which is really exciting. I think he said his son kind of talked him out of doing That was his excuse Well, yeah, that's why you have to have children so they right. can make you more <laughs> liberal. Because it seems like the only way to get a conservative man to agree with anything liberal is to be like, oh, I have a son who's gay. I guess gay people exist. Right. <laughs> or I have a daughter. I guess women deserve not to be murdered. <laughs> Thank God they I had this just say, daughter. I had an epiphany and I feel no no no. You or can't I recognize say that. that these people are human beings. Right. Okay, I'm nope. putting my feet up. Only if you have a kid. Are I you not in getting... through your first 
glass of wine? I'm working on it. <sighs> Some of us have to record a podcast. Who? <laughs> I don't know. What else? I do want to give a shout out to um, Wine Cubes from Target, Merlot, California. It's just my jam. They're seriously fun wines. It says so on the box. Well, and that's delicious. It's they what are. I live off in my apartment. So if everybody wants to send me a Christmas present, I'm accepting them. Done. Okay, so Nancy Reagan died. Blah, 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 blah. All the terror attacks that happened in March, which I can't even, Ugh. I don't even think I can get into because I'll just fall. Okay, April. Oh, Prince died. That, that is, sucked. That sucked. That sucked a lot. The Panama Papers happened. Are you a Prince fan? Are you a David Bowie fan? Do you have, oh, do you have a death that like affected you most this, most this year? Because everybody died. Ooh. I'll think about it. I'll get back to you by okay. the time we're going through. All right. Um, Prince, I mean, sad because he was young, but otherwise, I mean, I don't listen to his music that much, but. I mean, the David Bowie one hurt me more than yeah. Prince. I, I respect Prince for what he did. It's, right. And it's okay to not be a fan of somebody, right. even though if, ugh, we're going to get hate mail for that. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay. I, yeah. um, oh, so Harriet Tubman got announced that she's going to be put in the $20 bill. What was that in 2020? Uh, I think that sounds that about right. Or maybe it was uh, 2019 when it was like 100 years after women got the right. I don't oh, remember. Sure. Whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. less than a century ago when I couldn't vote. Hey. <laughs> so, remember so that was Remember when great. we were going to elect a woman president? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not in November yet. It all leads to November. So, Harriet Tubman, I, I was beside myself. I was so fucking thrilled about it for myriad reasons. Not the least of which is that they had originally talked about replacing Hamilton on the 10. And obviously, I'm a nerd, so I know all the words to Hamilton by Sir Lin Manuel Miranda. I finally got it, my Lin. Tickets. If you want to come on this podcast, yo, you're going June. Wait, June? I, couldn't, I couldn't go till June, but I got girl. For I am June. going this Wednesday. I'm oh my God. so fucking pumped. <laughs> I'm going with my mom and my brother and one of my best friends. And we're giving my mom and my brother the better seats so Elena and nice. I can sit and hold hands and cry the whole time. <laughs> it's a matinee on a Wednesday. I'm taking the... Oh, That's I'm so, awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't... Oh. So, yes, Hamilton on the 10 so is So, he's staying. <laughs> and Andrew Jackson wasn't what we'd call, like, a great moral figure. I think that sounds fair. His race relations weren't strong. So, anyway, so that was great. And then people reacted to the Harriet Tubman thing, and I swear to fucking God, I heard people say that we shouldn't put Harriet Tubman on the 20 because she broke the law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not in November yet. <laughs> so, so anyway, people are the worst, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, oh, China, the pro wrestler died. That was a bummer. She didn't deserve that. I, d I don't know who that is. It's fine. Um, Mississippi Religious Freedom Bill. I wish I'd put details on that. I'm sure it was <laughs> awful. Oh, yeah. Doris Roberts from Everybody I Love Raymond died. Uh, and this is a, a uh, Kate McDonald special. Scooter, the world's oldest cat, died. He was 30. This he or one she. affects me deep. Well, listen. I'm allergic to cats. I don't. I am too. I but listen, that. I'm. Kate, help me curate this. <laughs> um, oh, Dennis Hassert's bullshit happened. Oh, well, let oh, me what? tell you about Dennis Hassert. Okay. Hassert. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to skim by that. Oh, no, that's okay. Yeah, Republican, former Speaker of the House, whatever. Mm -hmm. we, he gets, uh, what, charged, finally, uh, or arrested? Oh, yeah. Whatever, okay. for being a child molester. The here, True story. But Not, wait, didn't he get charged for something else, and then he admitted to yeah, molesting? Okay. He's a horrible human being, is the point of this. Obvi. Um, There is a street not far from where I live that is called... Presently? Yeah, called Hassert. So 
Uh, Hastert's name is H-A-S-T-E-R-T. Uh, the street is called H-A-S-S-E-R-T. No I have relation. Hastert with two S's on this sheet. Was I wrong? I don't know. Doesn't but, matter. Not but, interested. Uh, they're not the same spellings. But if you drive on that street, I guess so many people call the city to complain, like, how dare you name a street after Dennis Hastert, the child molester, that they put up signs on the road that said, this street, the government signs, this street is not named after Dennis Hastert. It is named after, like, the Hastert family who did whatever. (laughs) It's so funny. That's kind of the way that Chicago is taking all its, like, honorary (laughs) Donald Trump Boulevard shit down. (laughs) They're like, oh, God, we have to disassociate a quick. That's pretty funny. I didn't know that. Also... Uh, I think two years ago or something, Uh someone emailed me from nearby Wheaton College, the evangelical school Mm -hmm. here, and uh, said, I can give you a tour if you ever wanted it. Of Wheaton College? Of Wheaton College. I'm like, you know what? I'll take you up on that. That might be interesting. Oh, yeah. I was busy that day, sorry. Took me here, I know. Well, he took me around the school, showed me some places. And one of the things he showed me in, like, the archives of the school, he's like, this is like the Dennis Hastert section. He donated stuff to Wheaton College after he was done being Speaker of the House. And this, and the person showing me, he was a nice guy. (laughs) Clearly, we don't agree on political things. He's like, look at this. In this special box right here, opens up the box. This is the pen that like either, I think, George W. Bush used to sign the Patriot Act. (gasps) (laughs) I'm like, no. All right. Well, oh that was Christ. that was my memory of. Can my I tell visits. you that's a thing that used to stress me out because I I heard that when presidents sign things into law they have to use like twelve right. different pens and I used to be like I could never do that I could never like <laughs> write half of a J, signature of it <laughs> put the pen down E put the pen <laughs> it's like a thing that legit has been like stressful for me I have weird <laughs> and problems. this is why you're not president and Donald yeah. Trump is. <laughs> Uh, oh, what's going on with Hitchens? Oh, so this book came out in uh, April. how, like, Darwin said he was Christian and stuff. Like, so, the, yeah, Larry Townton, I think, is the guy's name. But he basically okay. put out a book saying, I knew Hitchens. I'm drinking it. You're the slowest. <laughs> it's fine. I knew Hitchens. And Hitchens, he didn't say Hitchens converted. But he said, like, Hitchens thought about it or he leaned in that direction. When the truth is, like, I'm pretty sure it's like Christopher Hitchens wasn't a dick to you because he was a friend. But he didn't, doesn't mean he agrees with you. He didn't aggressively say, like, everything you believe is dumb and I think it's dumb. He was just like, oh, maybe. And everyone who actually knew Hitchens is like, what are you talking? Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. We we all know Hitchens. We all know what he thought. And this book is So somebody wrote a book about that? Long book about it. But what the, how does that fill up a book um his memories of oh Christ, the traveling it's like the after you die your magical friends come out of the the shelves <sighs> and that's the wrong metaphor but your friends come <laughs> out of the whatever and they when start you die i'm gonna write you. a really long book about how you definitely were christian that's exactly it um so american idol was canceled that was actually a big debate in my place of work of whether that was a good <laughs> shit or a bad shit i put it in good shit because it had its run i did i when did really you stop watching it because everyone college. stopped watching. The it, only so. time I ever watched a full season, I think I watched the first season with like Sir Cl- Kelly Clarkson, who's the shit. And I watched the one when Jordan Sparks won, and she sang that song from a land before time, and I, I have cried. No idea what you're talking about. Don't worry about All it. Right. Uh, okay. I really feel like you didn't uh, give me enough credit on this sheet because it's a spreadsheet. It is very nice. And each month had a different color. I did so notice we could that. listen, I. 
I noticed it. I'm about to leave my job, so I'm doing everything I can to not work. And so I made an inappropriately elaborate spreadsheet for this podcast. Okay. I also like how you froze the top column, so the bad shit is always there. I mean, it's just yeah. impressive little... I'm a fucking yeah. professional. Okay, May. so May. Oh, here's the death that's... Uh, uh, Harambe? Harambe? Haram- Harambe? Oh, my Harambe. God, you blasphemed him. I don't care. Harambe. Um, May this was. I don't think she'll ever listen to this podcast but my coworker Rachel I was in I was in <laughs> I was in a meeting and I was like hey I'm making a shit list for 2016 you guys want to see all the shit that happened and she was sitting next to me she kept going don't forget a rampe don't <laughs> we have like a white a whiteboard table and she kept writing it in front of me I'm like I'll fucking put it in there Rama died. Don't care. I mean, I don't, it's not that I don't care. I don't want anybody to die. I, but I like, can't believe that's the meme in that the te- has lasted the, as long as it did. <laughs> in the context of this year, I don't care. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So this is when Cruz... So I want to talk about this. So Cruz dropped... Uh, in May, Cruz Ted dropped Cruz out. Cruz drops out. And made, um, and made Trump the presumptive nominee. Mm-hmm. So even now, now that we know that Trump is going to be our president... <laughs> sorry, I right. just... It's fine. Would you take Cruz or Trump? Because I was always saying that mm. I would rather take a Trump over Cruz because I think Cruz has more conviction behind the insane shit that he says. Right. And I also think he's like holding his family hostage every minute <laughs> of every day. But that's neither here nor there. And I do not have evidence for that. But yeah. I, my thought with Trump was always... I and. Now I think I I was super naive, but I just thought that like, okay, Trump is going to say what he has to say to get in the White House and then he's not going to follow up on any of that. Cruz believes that like gay people are going to hell or whatever. Yeah, I know. It's a question I've asked myself too. Like would any of the other Republican candidates that had a chance like have been better? And with Cruz, yeah, you would not get like necessarily different cabinet appointments. He would have chosen some of the same people or at least... uh, raise the prospects In, of the sure. same people. Um, we know who he would have appointed. Uh, like the, He would have been bad, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been easier to point to for liberals to rail against Ted Cruz and yeah. say, this guy doesn't represent all the stuff liberals stand for. Mm-hmm. We need to rise up and get people elected in 2018 to stop him, 2020 get a different president, yeah. whatever. With Trump, here's what that throws up. Here's what that kind of puts up in the air. Mm-hmm. It's not just that he's going to select the same people, Which but lie about how he that. gets to that position. and prote- like oh, He's going to also pretend like he's not part of the establishment while picking all these stuff. Well, I think the establishment people this pick everybody. This drain the swamp bullshit oh, makes yeah. me want to punch a wall. Yes. And, uh, I mean, he is going to let the conservatives kind of run his show, which Cruz was going to do anyway because he's right. one of them. The problem is now it's there's a whole different problem, which is now we're talking about all the fake news stuff. We're talking about how does journalism even work? Mm-hmm. We're talking about like Rust Belt states mm-hmm. and like jobs and how do you even... Why did they support a guy like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Cruz was the nominee because I think it would have been easier to get Democrats to vote against I feel like him. I was so fucking naive and uh, wanted a Trump nominee. But I don't think I would have been any happier with a Trump president over... I'm sorry, with a Cruz president yeah. over a Trump president because it would have been the same shit, but at least it would have been, oh, this is politics. This mm-hmm. is what happens when you elect a conservative. Sure. But that's easier to fight against. With Trump, what do you attack? There's so much Well, there's so much, about. and also he's impossible to pin down. Yeah. Because... He's said a lot of terrible things. Like he's 
100% a misogynist and anti-Semite and racist. We, we and, had this conversation before we started taping this, which is that we're taping this on a Thursday night. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we're taping this on a Thursday night, and this is going to go up this weekend. Yeah. But between now fu- and then, who knows Probably what the, the hell's going to happen? the going to be set on fire yeah. between now and then. And with Ted Cruz, it's like, yeah, all right, this is going to suck. Do you have any we- predictions for the next three days? God. <laughs> no, By the time this goes up on air, <laughs> oh my God. I don't want to think about it. Why do we have to have this conversation? Can I tell you the only good shit that I had down for me is that there was the first U.S. penis transplant. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I did my best. <laughs> that, I don't, I just need, sometimes you just need something in the wind column. Okay, June. Okay, here's <laughs> the thing with June. Yes. Because Brexit happened in June. Yes. And, that is the moment that I think I went into the deepest denial because yeah. Brexit happened, which was a clear predictor that Trump was going to happen. In hindsight, I understand that. I see that. I was so fucking naive that I was like, oh, America saw what Brexit did. They saw what the uninformed vote did. They saw what what uh, xenophobia does, racism does, and we're going to be like, and oh. And gullibility and, gullib- and being misinformed about everything. Bing. Yeah. And I... I sn- See, here's your problem. You assume people are smart. Oh, my God. I want them to be so smart. <clears throat> you assume they actually care about this stuff. And, like, no one cares about anything. That's what this election taught me. It's like, you know th- you know what bubble we're in? We're in the bubble that actually pays attention to some of this I stuff. I actually, oh God, I'm, <laughs> I'll find it so we can put it in the notes, but I read a really interesting article about how um, middle America is, the, you know, we talk about your liberal bubble, right? Yeah. Like you only, they talked about how like, realistically, if we're talking about what a bubble is, you're talking middle America because these, you know, you and I have had black friends and mm-hmm. talk to people in different religions and like things like that, that we've experienced other people and have come to our conclusions right. thereby. Whereas I lived in Montana and most of those people had never left the state. Not, I shouldn't say most and I shouldn't say no. Most of those people stayed where they lived their entire life. They didn't know any black people. They didn't know any minorities. They didn't know anybody who wasn't a God fearing Christian. And like, that's what a bubble is. Right. And one of the, this is something that's come out in the past few weeks too, which is that the people, all young people tend to be moving to places where Democrats already are. Yeah. No one's moving to Kansas. No one's moving to Montana. Like, Kansas, we love you. We'll come on a tour. <laughs> no one's moving to the states where Republicans Can we go on a tour? Would anybody see us? No one would see us. Okay. <laughs> I just want to travel. <laughs> I'm going to be out of a job soon. I if just you want to travel. <laughs> if you want us to come to your... Well, just go bring the box of wine. Oh, you better fucking believe it. We'll $16. Have one box. We'll have one box. We'll pass it around the audience. Well, I'll have one box for me. You guys can figure out your own Done. Shit. Do you think anyone would see us? Nobody would see us live. What would we talk about? What would we talk about? Literally nothing. That's all right. Not being white guys. That's I feel like that's our like main topic <laughs> of conversation. Okay. So Brexit happened. We'll bring the corpse of the Oh third my host. god, Brexit, the height of xenophobia. You guys, <laughs> Britain, you guys are supposed to be your smart people. Um, Muhammad Ali died, which mm. was <laughs> this is not a good story at all, but literally the month before I was in the <laughs> I was in the cemetery where Muhammad Ali eventually got buried. Yeah. I was visiting my girl, my one of my best friends in Louisville. 
and we got a little bit drunk and walked around. It was Memorial Day week. I'm a terrible person. And we walked around. Like, they have people, like, they give you maps, and you can walk around the cemetery. I wish I remembered what it was called. But we tried to find our way to Colonel Sanders' grave and got lost. And so some guy picked us up in a golf cart and brought us over. It's... Hi, Leslie. I love you. You're my favorite. I think that's the fourth whitest thing you've said on this podcast. First of all, how dare you? (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. Um, So some shooting shit happened. So Christina, is it grime? Grimy? I feel like this is the thing you know. You watch reality TV. No, I watch good reality TV. I don't watch The Voice. Okay. You watch Survivor, so I don't have time for you to judge. (laughs) Anyway, this this young woman But yeah, a winner of The Voice got shot. And she just got shot like... uh, in Florida, I think. Um, the UCLA shooting happened. Who else got you? Oh, the Orlando. Oh, Orlando. Yeah. That was such... That was hard. That was hard. That was really hard for so... It, it's like the intersection of so many worlds because mm-hmm. you have LGBT people getting right. killed basically at a place for LGBT people. You have gun control issues, which yeah. there was a security guard with a gun well, and who couldn't was, stop it, it was so there's that. Latinite or something, yeah, so it was, it was specifically Latinite. geared toward Latinite. It was geared mm-hmm. toward minorities. That was Here's what's in, fucking what hard. was interesting to me. Uh, at, in the aftermath of this tragedy, mm-hmm. you had Republicans obviously calling this a horrible thing, because mm-hmm. what else are they going to say? Sure. But it's like, what happens when... Like, Republicans who have fought against LGBT rights, uh-huh. what are they going to say? Because uh, I think Anderson Cooper had an interview with Pam Bondi, who's the attorney general in Florida. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, this is horrible. We're going to reach out to them and help them. But, like, she has said and tried to pass bills or whatever, fought against legislation that gave LGBT people rights. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's not an ally of the community. Marco Rubio isn't an ally right. of the LGBT community. So it's like, what are they going to do to actually stop this sort of hate because they don't feel like there is any hatred on their end. That's that's one aspect of that. Um, I, and actually, yeah, you bring up a really interesting point that I feel like I should have thought of before this, but it's anytime you have gun violence against a school or gun violence against a church or something like that, it's very easy for people to be like, oh, they didn't deserve that. But it for like, what does the right have to say? Mm-hmm. You've been spouting the vitriol against our LGBT community. You're the ones who want guns all over you the place. You want guns <laughs> everywhere. And they're calling this guy a terrorist. Like, oh boy, was born in the U.S. Right. He's like, not born from ISIS. He wasn't born over yeah. there. He's one of us who got inspired. Which, maybe honestly, the ISIS. only thing that they have to pull from that is like, oh, he was brown. So, like, probably we right. should, like... Um, What was really... Here's what the other here's taking that even to a bigger extreme. There were a handful of pastors. These are obviously fringe extremist, sure. uh, technically independent, fundamental Baptist churches. But they said uh, who said we're glad they died. We wish the shooter would have taken more of them because they are homosexuals. Therefore, they are. First of all, they weren't all. Secondly, it's like this is what, who fucking cares when we talk about. You know, Christians love to say we love the sinner, hate the sin. No, no, no. There are pe- people out there you hate who everybody. hate everybody. You hate everybody who's not you. Right. Uh, and what was annoying is that this, I mean, what are you going to, you can't arrest them. They have the freedom to say this shit. But what's annoying is that it's not like a lot of these churches. There are churches who 
spend every week talking about how homosexuality is a problem. Mm-hmm. They don't go this far. They would never celebrate the death of a gay yeah, person. Yeah, but at what point does... But they will do anything they can to make sure gay lives, like the people who are LGBT, don't want to live. They don't want them to die, but they don't want to make their life worth living. They don't and give it- they're, how much w- better are they than the people who are like celebrating their deaths? Um, I mean, the ones I'm talking about literally said... Uh, I'm glad they died. I wish they had been. I wish more of them had been killed. But they went to. They went on to say, "We're not saying gay people should be executed. We just think the government should pass laws to execute gay people." I guess that's my biggest problem with Christianity, and not to like put too fine a point on it regarding this bullshit dumpster fire year and my weird shit about religion. But when you have a a religion that's supposedly based on this man who was all about forgiveness and uh, loving your neighbor and being generous. I guess I just have never been able to understand how somebody who says they're Christian and who believes in all the tenets of Jesus Christ is then, and whether or not you believe Jesus Christ existed, these people are saying, like, this is a person who believed in X, Y, and Z. This which is our role model. This is what we want to live up but to. But in the same breath, they actively hate people. <laughs> Look what they say about Middle Eastern people. Hey, guess what, Jesus? <laughs> which is... Fu- right. But, like, it's that, or it's, like, the welfare thing of, like, oh, we can't serve welfare queens. I'm like, queens. I'm like I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Jesus was pretty into giving I just money to the poor, helping yeah, the poor, it, yeah. And it's the to me that's the most frustrating thing is that it's so hypocritical on its face. If somebody was a sincere Christian, I'm And let's be clear, there are good Christians no, on this no, issue no, too. Of course, you're, you're not right. saying otherwise, yeah. I mean, don't put words in my mouth. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no, you're 100% right. There are 100% good Christians. Yeah. But it seems to be the the Christians in public life who are running our country say, oh, I'm a good Christian, so I don't want abortion to happen, but once babies are born, I don't give a fuck if they get fed. This is, this is a thing. Uh, I, saw this, I saw this on Christian websites, too. Who is... Uh, I know we're not in a memory, but whatever. <laughs> who is better for... If you're a pro-life person, who's better to vote for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? And the argument made by some pro-life yeah. Christians was Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Clinton is better. Why? Because, yes, she is supportive of abortion, but if your goal is to reduce the number of abortions, what do you have to do? Make sure they have access, women have access to birth control and men have access to contraception. Make sure that after the baby is born, they are, women know that their babies will be cared for, that the mothers will be cared for, that you're going to do everything you can to give them the education they need. You will make sure that if they give birth to this child, that child will be okay. Yeah. Hillary Clinton had programs in place to make that happen, and Democrats want to make that happen. So their argument was, if you are Mm pro-life, don't... I mean, you can try to ban abortion with Donald Trump. That's not a way to uh, stop it. Yeah. I... So, you know, people talked about self-care after the election. We're not in November yet, I know. But uh, self-care after the election, like, do you have to do to, like make sure you don't break down and lose your shit like I did multiple times. So for some reason, not for some reason, my the day after the election, I said, and I think I tweeted it or whatever, and I said, okay, this is the moment I'm done 
watching people be like mildly racist or mildly whatever and just letting it go for the peace of everything. Mm -hmm. So my form of self-care has been arguing with strangers on Facebook, which I understand. I can't stop. (laughs) I can't stop. I did have one conversation that ended with a stranger, like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who accused my brother of being an illegal immigrant. moment of my entire fucking life because <laughs> I had to tell my brother like hey he's illegal because <laughs> <laughs> I said something my brother's a high school teacher and he was freaking out after the election understandably because he works in um southwest side of Chicago so a lot of his kids are either black or hispanic yeah. and many of those kids This is a conversation I had with a lot of my teacher friends, with my my sister's teacher, too. And it's like, what did you tell your kids the day after the election? I've had this with the the coaches I work with, too. And they said, you know, one of them said, I just sat down. I'm like, I have taught history for many years. I've taught government for many years. I've followed politics for Mm -hmm. many years. Nothing in my database of knowledge can prepare me for what happened last night. So tell me what's on your mind. Let's talk through it. Tell me what is bothering you, and maybe we can work through some of this stuff. Um, and they all had variations of the same, and it didn't matter what they taught because yeah. no one's going to talk about anything else. Because you have to. But yeah, when you when you work at a school with uh, a large Hispanic, a large uh, poverty population, mm-hmm. these are conversations that were happening all over the country. Yeah, my brother. I have a little group text with my, my folks and my brother, and. He was saying, you know, we're all talking about it, and my parents are a little more removed. My brother and I are obviously super liberal. Not obviously. We're super liberal. Um, And we're having this group text about, like, how did this happen? And somebody said, like, oh, you know, we just have to pick up and move on. And my brother goes, oh, well, I have four undocumented kids in my class. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's going to be a hard sell. And I'll think (laughs) my dad this made me cry at the time but my dad who's newly retired was like if anything happens i will put as much money as i can into making sure that they don't don't get that they're safe yeah that they're safe which is which is i think very noble of my father and it made me think a lot of him considering this is the first time he voted for a democrat in 30 years 40 years but it is also really noting how scared people are mm-hmm. and that's in i i don't know man it okay we're not in november yet i have to <laughs> get i'm sorry this is just shit it's that all good upsets go through me. your list go through where your are, list. what month are we in uh we're still in june brock turner that uh, motherfucker that dumb do you ginger want to explain do you want to explain no they know do they so brock turner got convicted of raping a drunk woman and got was it six months six months in jail because i thought it was less than that maybe well he got six months with the understanding he'd probably only do three because his father this whole speech of like 20 minutes of bad idea and and the judge was like oh you're promising and you're a swimmer and you're a dumb looking white guy i'm sure he said something (laughs) else yeah but I don't anyway, want to ruin this your life. This dumb, over rich, this. white motherfucker yeah. got. They were so worried about ruining. Bro- 
we should have done this in reverse because I'm getting a little drunk and mad. No, you need to be. We're getting into the heavy stuff. Fuck. Uh, no, they, everybody was so fucking worried about Brock Turner's life. Oh, my God. How is he going to recover? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what you did. That God fucking. Yes. He is He is the epitome of, of men <laughs> thinking that there are no consequences to what they do. They don't fucking care. This young woman's life was ruined, and everyone's like, oh, well, there's no reason. He's a good swimmer. She gave a a statement at his... Oh, my God. At his sentencing, I think. That was amazing. Did you read it? Yeah. I I wept. Like, the... I've not been in her specific position, Mm -hmm. but I so deeply relate to her idea of, like, when things like this happen... Yes, they ha- it happened to her, but it the ripple effect that went through her family. What it's it's shit you don't get over. Well, when, and what is what message does that whole incident send to other women who have been assaulted? Then, yeah, the system doesn't really care. We're not really oh. going to hurt your rapist. Yeah, you know, I'm so grateful that they didn't release her name. Yeah, that yeah. that is a thing that I like. I would love to meet her one day, but I never want her name to get mm-hmm. to get released because. Let her live her life yeah. yeah, as much as she can. I mean, she had to leave her job because this trial took over everything. Like, it's... God, I hate 2016. We have to move on. Otherwise, I'm going to yell more. Harambe died again. Oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I have a lot of... Oh, Hamilton! <laughs> <laughs> the Hamilton only good thing that the, happened last Hamilton won the Tony. <laughs> I'm so... In, I told you I'm seeing it next week. I did on Monday or Tuesday night. I had a, an alumni thing. And I got a drink with one of my best friends from college, and I accidentally did a um, like a drunk history of Hamilton because <laughs> I'm reading the book right now. As you're talking about taking your shot, yeah, <laughs> throwing away your shot. I'm not throwing it away. I know, no, but I. It doesn't matter. It's not a funny story, but like I was <laughs> bragging about how I'm reading this 800 page book. It's so fucking long, but it's really good. Which I'm one? reading the, the Hamilton bio. Yeah. Um, and she was like, "Oh, should I see it?" I was like, "Oh, you 100 percent should. It's a really interesting story." And she's like. Is his life that interesting? I was like, girl, oh my God. buckle up. And <laughs> she, bless her heart, she let me yell <laughs> all about it. Um, of Herman Action was upheld. That was good. Scott over- overturned strap, uh, trap laws. That was exciting. Um, oh, the military opened to trans. The reason rally happened. Sure, the one atheist thing here. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot we're an atheist right. podcast. Are we still? We are still. Okay. Uh, in June, they had the reason rally, yeah. which... It was four years after the first real big Which one. Which is the first time we met, by the way. At Reason The Rally. original Reason there Rally. My, uh, <laughs> Mikey recognized you. I didn't even. He was like, isn't that the guy on the website you're always on? I'm like, I don't know. He's brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the conversation I have with everyone I meet. It's all right. Okay, but anyway. So I couldn't go. I was officiating my, I was officiating my best friend and her now wife's wedding. It was incredible. It was the best thing I've ever done. Hey, if anyone wants to get married, <laughs> I'm officiated. There you go. I'm ordained. This in one was Illinois. interesting because the first one, well, technically it's the second one, but like in 2012, they had anywhere between like 20 to 30,000, depending on which <laughs> so estimate you want to do. It was raining, but it was a good event. This year, I, there was never an official count, but I can really? tell you anecdotally or from my view, it's like this is a lot less. The, um, and here's the thing. As an event, I mean, I, everyone I met there, and I met, a, I walked around. There were sure. so many awesome people there. Everyone there seemed to love it. All the reaction afterwards seemed to be really like, uh, 
this event must have been bad because not enough people were there. So or, what happened this year? Because like 2012... I so, wrote a long post about like, why was this one not a special? You don't read the blog. It's fine. I mean, I do <laughs> no, sometimes. No, no, no. no, here's what I'm getting I at. I want to like, see the comments. I tried that... to figure this out because I wanted to know like, why wasn't this one? It didn't get the media attention no. as much as the first one did. It didn't get the people. Mm-hmm. Um, even the speakers, uh, they were fine, but most of them, I think, were not really known for being atheists. Yeah, uh, they were invited. like, okay, some science-y people. Did you get invited to talk? No. Whoop. They did not invite bloggers, per se. They did not invite Explains. any atheist YouTubers or podcasters. This is yeah. one of my complaints that I think if you want to reach out to say, atheists... You're still in your first glass of wine. It's stressing me out. I'm talking. Ugh. And I have the computer in front of me. You see. Whatever. I'm drinking. Um, but yeah, I was like, I think that's one of the one, if they ever do it again, uh-huh. which after this time, I don't think they're ever going to do it again because it's a lot of money for, for what, for what? Cause if you don't get, I mean, how do you get your ROI on that? Like, yeah, the, they sell a lot of, they would sell a lot of merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the groups who were giving the money to fundraise mm-hmm. for the event sure. had their table. So if they could get membership, that was a way to get the return on mm-hmm. their investment. There was, um, uh, there were ways and and donations and tickets yeah. to get VIP seats and all this stuff. Uh, there were ways to get the money back. I, I don't think they made the money back. And mm-hmm. every group that gives money goes in knowing we're probably not going to get this back. But that's not the goal. That's the goal not the goal. But it's worth it. This is an investment we want to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my biggest complaint about it, and by the way, I will say this to someone who enjoyed the event and saw too many people who also enjoyed the event. Uh-huh. Um, was if you really want to reach atheists in this country, how do you do that? Who do you, is it through certain speakers? Cause like Richard Dawkins had a health problem. He couldn't mm-hmm. be there, but like, is it through the speakers you invite on stage mm-hmm. or how else do you get the word out? I think for a lot of people, they didn't even know this thing was happening. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, because you didn't talk to where the atheists are at. Yeah. They're not like reading the Dawkins books anymore. Cause those are like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. I think more of the atheists who actually care about this stuff are either online internet or podcast, atheists. internet, whatever, and they didn't really reach out to that segment of the world. Yeah. That was one issue. I had plenty of other ones, but it's like, I also have been on the other side where I'm organizing or helping mm. organize this sort of thing, and it's like, there are so many things you have to deal with that you're never going to be complaint-free. Sure. And I know so many of the people who helped organize <laughs> the event, and it's like, I know they did everything they could to make it work, and even that's not... Well, never think- enough, you know? So it's like, you, you can't win, but it was just, it was disappointing that I don't think the Reason Rally this year got the attention <sighs> mm-hmm. or respect that I felt it should have gotten. Yeah, I think the um, the 2012 Reason Rally, they did, they got a lot of good names, right? Yeah. They, so like... So this is 2012. So this is they had Dawkins. They had like Tim Minchin. They had Eddie Izzard. That's what I was about to say. Teddy, Eddie Izzard and Tim, Tim Minchin, people who like, Either you know who they are because they are famous atheists, or alternatively, you don't necessarily know who they are. I, I didn't know who Tim Minchin was mm-hmm. in 2012, and but now you found out then. What when, when he, his thank you God performance and so I okay I want to say so 2012. This is bef- the the first time you and I met, and literally we we're just like wandering through a field. Mike, who was like, yeah. isn't that the weird guy who <laughs> you read about all the time? Um. I was planning on going with a with a girlfriend of mine, and then she had to bail out. And I picked my now husband, then boyfriend, up from his job at like Friday at three. Yeah, we drove all night. 
got to a girl's place who I kind of knew, dropped my car off, and literally went because we went from Chicago. So it was probably like it's a long that. drive. Yeah, it's like twelve-ish hours. Yeah. So we literally dropped the car off, put, put our inflatable mattress in her apartment, got on the train, went to Raisin <laughs> Rally, and it was cold. Yeah. And it was rainy, and it was shitty. But I had so much fun. And this and is what. I, I think was, a lot of people don't understand, like, why would I even go to this thing? It's out it's of the state. It's community, man. It's, yeah. How often do you get surrounded by other atheists who have been through the same shit you've been through? Like, yeah. you have a religious family, you you hide your atheism because you don't want to mm-hmm. start arguments with people. And for once, you're surrounded by people who are, like, celebrating. That's yeah. If you haven't been through it or you live in a state where you can't do that... Mm-hmm. Man, that makes such a big difference well, but, to you. And, and I Maybe not to like us no. because of where we live and whatever. People who like, yeah, we live in like these minded. liberal bubbles, like we're saying. But for the people who don't, I'm telling you, that stuff makes such a huge difference. Well, and that was the, the because of the reason rally and how important it was to me. And again, we I lived in Chicago at the time. We both live in the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, somebody weird who's the atheist. Like, I'm very much accepted, if not the norm. Um, But there was something about being there of not just people who are like, yeah, I don't believe in God either, but like, hey, this is something I'm passionate about, and this is something I see. I see that religion can really damage things. It was a real... I would argue it was a turning point in my life, and it was one of the reasons that when you put out a call for new writers, I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I can do this. One of the cool things about this year's Reason Rally, you're I supposed will to say, meet us for a drink afterward, and you didn't. I don't know. Oh, I was dying. Were, yeah, because you're allergic to cats? Question mark. Yes, and I was around cats the night before, and I almost literally had to go to the emergency room. <laughs> I ended up just uh, passing out in some random person at the time. It's like someone just carried me to somebody's hotel room. Oh no! And I remember the the, the for the record, though, very, Hammond owes me a drink from 2012. I do. The very <laughs> the very nice. I brought this box of wine. <laughs> the very nice person whose room they threw me in. <laughs> Called my girlfriend, now wife, and said, hey, uh, just FYI, your, your, your boyfriend's <laughs> your in my hotel room. pretty much dead. Uh, and he's dying, but <laughs> whatever. I remember I was like frantically like <laughs> texting or emailing you and be like, hey, we're at this place he told us to meet. <laughs> and here's anyway. me dying. Um, anyway, anyway, now we're friends. I'm in your house. So is anyway, that weird? Is that the weirdest thing I've ever said? Now I've no. forced you. I'm pretty sure bed. you said about eight things this podcast <laughs> that are okay. Uh, I don't think they're going to do another reason rally. That's you know my what? prediction. That's understandable. This is not based was, on any intel that I have. This I was is sincerely just... devastated that I couldn't be there, but I under. I I think 2012 is the perfect time to do it. I think that yeah. was kind of a turning point. Oh, in I did want to say one cool thing about this year's reason rally. They so, had a couple of Congress people who spoke at the rally this year. Congresspersons? Um, it doesn't matter. Dulce Gabbard, who is a Democrat, who is uh-huh. flying high right now. She's awesome. Uh, she spoke. Um, What's her name? Dulce Gabbard. She's a rep from Hawaii. Is. She is. She was an early her. Sanders supporter this year. Uh-huh. She is one of the up-and-coming Democrats. She's great. Uh, she spoke there. Jamie Raskin, who just got elected uh, from Maryland, mm-hmm. who is one of the... Uh, probably unaffiliated, but technically Jewish members of Congress now. Sure. He spoke there. I mean, you actually had people in Congress saying, yeah, I don't mind speaking at an atheist rally. Yeah, That's I think, kind of neat. But I think that was, and, I, and I, I love that. I think the problem, though, is my understanding when they were setting it up, how far, how long have don't we been? Don't worry about it. Okay. They'll listen. They'll oh all listen for oh all God. seven hours of this podcast. Oh, Jesus. What? Okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't have to work tomorrow. I do. I just work from home. Whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> 
Um, my understanding was that they, and you know, I don't want to talk about Rizmail anymore. Yeah, right. I am very jealous. I didn't <laughs> get into it. I will say my best friend, I married her and her wife and my best friend did wear a, wear a Winnie the Pooh costume at some point. <laughs> Because that is what my group of friends does. There's a Winnie the Pooh costume that's passed around that has been worn at like five different weddings. <laughs> and Leah did it. Anyway. This uh, is the part of the podcast that will be played on right wing websites. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just one of those things. Like my group of buddies. Because you weren't at my wedding. doesn't matter. I know. Whatever. I'm not mad about it. Oh, the kid <laughs> got eaten by an alligator. That's a fucking nightmare. Pet Summit died, the women's basketball coach. I used to live in Knoxville. That was sad. I was around when she was at like the oh, peak, at her peak. And Peyton she Manning was, great was at UT at the same time. Uh-huh. So it was like everything in Knoxville was all college sports all the time. Yeah. And they were really good. You're into college sports, aren't you? Mm, yeah, sports is one of the few things I do watch. That's and weird. Even if I don't really care for it. College sports are a thing. It doesn't matter. Also, <laughs> I'm officially done with football. Yeah, I think everyone is. Yeah, right. <laughs> no like, one's watching. My Mikey, my husband was has been a Bears fan his entire yeah. life, and this year, like two weeks ago, he's like, yeah. "I haven't watched a single game. I, it's just I'm done with it. There's nothing good about football anymore." Yeah, and I mean the Bears suck this year, but like I haven't seen, which makes it easier to which not makes it watch. Easier to miss them, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen like. I only watch football passively. They, there's no game that I'm like, oh, I really got to like watch Like if I'm this. in a room, I'll yeah. watch it, but I'm never putting it on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. July. July. God, we're only at July. Jesus Christ. How long have we been talking? I don't know. Hour. Whatever. Jesus. Okay, so I'm... I'll, I'll cut out the first 45 minutes. <laughs> so I'm necessarily sure I'm going to say this name wrong. Do you know how to say this name? Ellie Weissel. Ellie Weissel. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I just assumed I, I was going to say it wrong. I have not read Night. I should. <laughs> That's I an important either. I'm the worst. Okay, uh, but... He died. Holocaust survivor, yeah. Nobel Prize winner, good human all around. That was hard. Um, North Korea did some bullshit. That's fine. <laughs> North Korea, listen. North Korea, Honestly, at this point, now that list. Trump is our president, like, North Korea is like our kid brother. <laughs> um, Bastille Day, there was an attack in Nice. That sucks. Germany had like four separate attacks in July. July was the pits. Until probably August. Uh-huh. I haven't looked down. I haven't scrolled down. Uh, there's a knife tech in Japan. Oh, so many. Oh, Hillary's crazy. emails suck my dick. Oh, Gary Marshall died. I don't know why I said that as if that was like the biggest moment of July. <laughs> uh, Trump oh, picks Pence. That was that happened. Okay. Black Lives Matter. We had we had a couple things in here where it's Wait, did I? You had one earlier, too. Oh, no. I, it's two pages. Oh, I didn't it? realize it's two pages. Um, uh, where you have these attacks happening on black people and the cops and or get acquitted. Uh-huh. I mean, it's... Well, do you remember when, uh, I think, Philando Castile? I don't know if that's yeah. right. Did you see that video? Uh, I believe I did, yeah. It is. Uh, so if you if you guys don't know his name off the top of your head, it's a woman um, and her, I think, boyfriend who they got pulled over and the guy said, I'm carrying, I, I have a gun and he slowly reached for his gun and went to pull it out and got shot and literally died on video on this, this woman who had, had the foresight to say, okay, I'm going to record this. And it, it's, it was, it's so upset. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting because 
I mean, for myriad reasons, right? Like, um, clearly, it's just a black guy getting fucking shot by the cops again. But the worst part about it is you hear the NRA and you hear the right saying, like, well, if you had your gun, whatever. This guy literally did everything right. Yeah. He said he was carrying a gun, which was his legal right, because right. I don't know but exactly But he said he has it. He wasn't pulling it on. I them. have it, and I'm reaching yeah. for it. And he, and he was... Fucking shot and killed in his own goddamn car. Even when they say on the right, like, well, if they just paid attention to the cops, like, at what point does even not totally listening to a cop warrant a death penalty? No, and that, that's a hundred percent. I think that's the thing that like, this is not a. They the were threatening like, the cop's yes. life. They were like running away from the cop. Yeah. Okay, you're not listening to the cop. Why does that warrant a death penalty? And when you have it on video, and they still what get are you away gonna with say it, about what it? What else is there? What can you possibly say? Yeah. Unless if he had a gun, like, attached to his head and, sh- <laughs> you know, because it, it's shit like that of, like, oh, if you don't, I can't, what can I say? What can we say that's new? What can we say that is not? Black people need to wear GoPros at all times. <laughs> that's the new rule. And even when they do, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, no. it did because he was filmed the entire, yeah. and on, with absolute honesty, I, I've watched that video a few times because I was so upset by it, and yeah. I'm a masochist. And the the cop who shot this guy seemed frantic, like he seemed panicked. He seemed he. And what I don't get is when liberals are like, "What are we asking for?" It's like, well, police need training in how to deal not with uh, like implicit bias, just or whatever, but it's Which, how do you deal with these situations? When should you break out your gun? Because guess how what? Do you Maybe not everybody should be a cop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's not an attack on cops. That's saying we all have these Listen, blind if, spots. Let's get training in these issues. I mean, if I said maybe you shouldn't shoot a person, that's not an attack on bloggers. <laughs> that's yeah. me being like, Hammond, slow your roll. I'll put okay. away all my guns. <laughs> okay, so that happened. What else? What month are we in? We're in July. July. Hillary's emails. Don't give a fuck. Gary Marshall died. That sucked. Yep. Roger uh, Ailes got in trouble for all of his harassments. Fuck Roger Ailes. Uh, Melania uh, cribbed Michelle Obama's speech. That was kind of amusing. Okay, for that was one of the bright spots. <laughs> one of the bright spots because Melania rickrolled. <laughs> I do remember that she had a line from that. <laughs> okay, all right. If you weren't paying attention, which you should have been. All right, two things happened. Melania made a Trump. Or made a Trump. Made a Trump. Yep. Uh, it, it's Melania yeah. made a speech and. Honestly, there's a lot of empathy I have for her because, like, this is not the shit she signed up for. <laughs> She's a beautiful woman from Eastern Europe who just wanted to, like, shit in gold toilets. Like, that's all she wanted. <laughs> so she had to make this speech in front of the RNC and have it was clearly cribbed from Michelle Obama's speech. And for about an hour, it was the greatest speech delivered. Like, it was her shining moment for about an and hour. And then they're like, wait, girl. Yeah. And then she, <laughs> she it's so said, funny to think about. Donald isn't it? is never gonna give you up, <laughs> and he's never gonna let you down. And it was, I mean, she rickrolled. The the thing is, it was clearly a speechwriter who was right. like giving the middle finger to the whole Trump <laughs> campaign. But spoiler alert: there's nothing they could do to stop that train. Oh my god, we're still in August. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Brazil impeached their president. Oh no, we're still in July. Oh, we're still in July, um, motherfucker. Yeah, oh, the Ark Encounter. Ark Encounter opened up in July. Uh, That's been several years in the making, right? It's been several hundred million dollars. I'm saying this as you're drinking wine. A uh, hundred million dollar plus 
project with taxpayer money, taxpayer money uh, right? in the form of a rebate, which if they get a certain, if they break certain attendance Listen, numbers, my mom's gone to JCPenney's many times. She's never actually written in for their rebate. So I'm yeah. still hoping. Oh. It wasn't a good joke. I was just hoping <laughs> that I would be funny. You know they're going to capitalize on the rebates if they can. What I don't know and what we haven't seen yet is whether the attendance figures are matching up with their best estimates because they always give, they seem to give different well, attendance in August, figures. I feel like we have numbers now, do we not? Um, they, they've given numbers, and here's okay. the thing. They said we would get maybe $2 million over the first year. Now they've lowered that to like, eh, we'll get 700000 like we always said, or Ish. whatever they said. But the thing is... We have I, like 700,000 people listen to this podcast, uh, and it yeah. costs zero dollars. By this the way, is, that's not true. Here's the thing about it, though. Like 12 uh, people. They were, and the way they talk about it, they uh-huh. assume everyone's going to visit the same numbers all the time. They're not going to visit as much in December when it's, it's cold. July. When you, and in the spring, when the kids are back in school as much. Or like when their kids are in science class and they're and like, oh, even this Even for is the Christians, if you've seen works. it once, you have, it's, it's a fucking creationist museum. It's not like the exhibits change. So they're not going to go back and see it again necessarily. Hemet, real quick. Yes. Road trip or? I thought about it. So yeah, I've seen the Creation Museum twice now. Oh, sorry. I have not gone to Ark Encounter at Let's all. Hemant. What's there to see? Who cares? I just want to leave. I am about to be unemployed. I have so much time <laughs> on my hands. <laughs> um, we're going to go to Ark Encounters. I'm promising that to you right now, right. dear listeners, all 12 of you. We'll do our okay. road show there. What month are we in? Uh, we're still in July. No, we killed July. All right, we're done with July. Okay, August. Brazil impeached the president. Bye. Okay, Gene Wilder. So if we're talking about people who upset us most who, most who died this year, Gene Wilder, that hurt my fucking heart. Sad. Blazing Saddles is such a good movie. Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein are my yeah. two favorite, favorite movies. <laughs> Those are the movies that, like, if I'm, like, feeling depressed or feeling crabby, Mikey will put on. So I yell at the, t- <laughs> the TV. Though... I remember specifically uh, Gene Wilder was on an episode of Will and Grace or yes. something like that like 10 years ago. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, he looked old. And at that moment, 10 years ago, so I was like in my 20s or in my teens, I was like, it's going to fucking suck when Gene Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> he is a person who is so, I think I feel about him the way a lot of people feel about Prince or, or David Bowie. Like he was part of my childhood in a very real, real way. Yeah. That fuck. That was hard. But it seemed like he had a peaceful death. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm so fucking bummed. Ryan Lochte was a nightmare human as always. <laughs> okay, good shit. Okay, let's talk about the Olympics. Here's the thing. Yes. I love the Olympics. I love, 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 love the Olympics. I think I've watched more Bears games this year than the Olympics. First of all, how dare you? I know. Second of all, the women were nailing this year <laughs> in the Olympics. The women's Which events? All all the yes. events. First of all, women's gymnastics team. Uh-huh. Were, like, uh, did we win that whole thing? Yes, of yeah, course we did because we're so fun. So not only was it the women fucking kicked ass, American women. I'm sure all women did great, but specifically, I'm thinking <laughs> the American women did yeah. great. It wasn't just that they did so well. It was there were moments. It, it was it was all. About, do you know what Shine Theory is? Which one? Oh my god, what Shine is, Theory. No. Okay, I hope people are still listening because we've been on for seven hours. But Shine Theory is, um, there's another podcast I listen to called Call Your Girlfriends um, and Friedman on Aminatou So. 
and they uh, and and Friedman coined this term called shine theory. So it's about women working together. So in general, women tend to be um, um, what's the word? Uh, I'm not going to answer that question <laughs> for my own safety because I don't know where you're going with this. No, uh, they uh, con- uh, con- not confrontational. What's I have had so much wine. My mouth is sealed. Uh, so instead of women feeling like competitive is the word sure. I was looking for, yikes, but yikes, competitive. <laughs> um, and so instead of saying like, okay, you're a woman I work with and we're competing for the same spot, there's your one if you need Thank it. You. Um, instead of saying that, it's like, if you're my coworker, you and I make each other look better. So if you yeah. don't shine, I don't shine. And it's, but if you do shine, then it builds us all up. Yeah, it's it's all of it's yeah. it's about Rising instead tide of saying lifts all boats sort of it's thing. It's the same idea. Yeah. So like instead of saying like there's one spot for strong women, it's saying like if you don't shine, then I'm not going to shine. So okay. we all have to. So it's been honestly one of the most important things that's happened to me in the last couple of years. I've I don't know if they'll ever ever listen to this, but I have this kind of girl crew at work with me right now who are. <laughs> They're smart and capable and wonderful, and all we do is just like fucking support each other, and that's, that's the most awesome. important I've done. I've, I've been at my job for almost four years, and it's the most important thing I've done is just like support the other women. And anyway, what that's were we awesome. talking about? We were talking about women rocking the fucking. Women rocking the. So when you look at uh, the women's gymnastics team, say yeah. it's like, of course they're uh, competitive. Of course, there's so much, but even, whether it's within the U.S. team or. Like, they're just fucking standing up for each other and being a part. It it meant so much to me this year to just watch women supporting each other and somebody, God, I wish I could remember. This is a few months ago now, but um, somebody literally fell, like, collapsed in a track and another woman was like, nope, we're going to finish. Like, That's this awesome. is what we're going to do together. And there's something really... That's awesome. There, it's a thing that I'm... It's a spirit we don't <laughs> see yeah. on the news anymore. No, 100%. And, yeah. like, you know, you and I talk all the time about, like, being, you know, we're secular and we want to, like, support people who are also atheists or are... In, yeah. To me, the, the most important thing that's happened to me in a long time is being like, hey, like, we're all women here. We're not competing against each other. So... Anyway, I had That's a awesome. I had a sleepover with my coworkers. There was Aww. like eight of us. <laughs> they're my they're my girl crew, and That's I'm leaving awesome. my job. And that was the worst part about it is saying, like the cool part is now you're free. You get to be friends with them and not have to deal with work stuff. So you get to be yeah. you get to talk about all. But that I also stuff. lose my spy. I tried to you get do. them a couple of promotions. Okay, um, August. I'll let me bring up one thing. Wait, that do you not want to hear my heart anymore? What what, 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 what? Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there was one atheist thing that happened in August. That's one of my favorite stories all year, which is. Oh, for Oklahoma? Yeah. This atheist who worked at some random company, uh-huh. guy comes in, or a woman comes in, says, do you want to make a donation to this charity? He looks at it. It's a Christian charity. They help children. He's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm an atheist, but whatever. I'll, here's and a $100 check. And you know what? I'm going to make it on behalf of my atheist group. Was like, this an indi- individual person? An individual it, person. Okay. He said, I'm going to make it on behalf of my atheist group because I think everyone's going to be fine with me giving... A hundred bucks or something on sure. behalf of my group. So he did. He made a donation. The lady goes back. He gets a call a little later. Says, oh, no. "We're not going to take your money because Stop. we can't take money from atheists because you know some version of that." 
So then he's like, fuck you. You are going to take my money. And in fact, I'm going to give you more money. Like raise his money online to the point where I think they were at like $28,000. 28000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raised a ton oh, of fuck. money. He's like, here's all the money. They're like, we're not taking your atheist money. And seriously, Tell at this point, it's like, it. it's for fuck, it's for children. Why can you, you imagine, can you imagine being that much, vitriolic? How much money do you have in your bank account that you're saying no? And do I have to answer is, that? Or? They did not say like, whatever, proselytize atheism with the money. Sure. They said, we're just atheists who want to help you out. Yeah. I mean, they did expect the same thing any donor did. Because I think the issue with Credit? the Christian group was... In their program for their big charity, they list the donors. They did not want to list the atheists. Just f- <sighs> and the atheists are like, no, no, no. You want we should be treated the same as all your donors. But that's all we're asking for. It's not so nothing else. Yeah. So finally, they ended up. Uh, I for, uh, I think they gave the money to. I can't remember which charity. They gave it to another charity. Somebody so fine. But terrible. still, it was insane that Fuck. this group said no to it. And by the way, the funny thing is that same Christian group. Mm. Like, of course, like weeks later, it's like, hey, we need some money. They put oh, out you don't fundraiser. fucking say. Yeah. Or like, oh, our good guy has been a child molester, but we still have him because he's... It doesn't matter. I'm yeah. mad at everything. So anyway, September. What? September. Do you remember? So Mother Teresa got sainthood. Fuck that noise. I, that's still... That one still makes me laugh because in order to gain sainthood, you need to have performed two confirmed miracles and both of her miracles are jokes that the ones that they actually used in I her sainthood. Like, I, obviously, there are no such thing as miracles. Mm-hmm. But the ones they said are basically, this lady was sick, but then she, like, put Mother Teresa's picture on her stomach. Then she stopped being sick for stomach, a minute. Good and for her. then she was okay. Yeah, it's like, uh, that's, that's not how medicine works, but all right. I guess she's a saint now. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, uh, North Korea tests nukes because who doesn't fucking need a psycho? And fr- oh, sorry, that's the U.S. now. By <laughs> we're not in November yet. Uh, the credit access pipeline. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Charmaine Carr died. That was that was really hard. For, have you? You've never oh, seen lethal. the sound of music. Of course, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I was a child. I was obsessed with Liesl from Sound of Music because she had a... Ri- First of all, she's stunning. Second of all, she had a beautiful dress and she did some leaps over... It nice. doesn't matter. That was really Aww. hard. She's beautiful and wonderful and I was sad to see her die. Um, like, <laughs> for some reason, I put like eight more cops shoot people. That's probably true. Brad and Angelina split. That's... It just... I felt like I needed to... Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Do you remember when Jose Fernandez died? Yeah, the picture. That is sad. That was really sad. I remember really hearing that one. Yeah, Again, he died young in a, guy, talented, dies yeah, in just died in a boat in an accident. That's that sucked. Uh, oh, God. The first debate. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. I will say that... Because <laughs> that was a highlight. Because it went so well for her. And it's like... That's the thing. It's like, at the time, yeah. I was like, everything Hillary has done is perfection. Yeah. And in hindsight, I'm like, we didn't do anything right. Yeah. Which is not her fault. Yeah. She Hillary, wins all three debates, and it doesn't matter. It um, doesn't fucking will, matter. Let me say this. Because we mentioned the Republican National Convention and the, sure. the DNC, too. Oh, yeah, we kind of skipped and, over that. And the first debate. Like, those things, the live primary debates and everything, that mm-hmm. is why Twitter is awesome. At no other time is it as people entertaining. people like calling other people faggots. Yeah, forget that stuff. But when it's <laughs> when it's those live events where yeah. it's like, yes, I live in my no, bubble and is, I don't care, but best. it is so much fun trying to outsnark everybody else. Yeah. It's what it makes brings me joy. Yeah. Um. So the first debate happened. Oh, Congress over overri- overrides overrides Over-ride. overrides. Sure. 
uh, Obama's veto allowing 9-11 victims to sue Saudi Arabia, That's which a is a thing. dangerous yep. road to cross on. Um, Arnold Palmer. Yeah, down. because that gives you the upper. It gives basically anyone can sue over like war crimes, exactly, which we commit, which is not a precedent we want to set. Uh, NCA lived, left uh, North Carolina, which is great. I yeah. bought a house. Congratulations! Thank you. Mm-hmm. We are now neighbors. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, so if anyone wants to hang on the western suburbs, Hemant and I are here Done. having great lives. <laughs> <laughs> AKA we watch TV every night. Okay, October. <laughs> I turned thirty-one. Congrats! Thank you so You're much, welcome. Hammond. Uh huh. I really appreciate you remembering me in this time. Yes. Uh. So, <laughs> so okay. <laughs> just so you know, I my, one, another one of my coworkers. I was telling him about the shit list, which is yes. what we're reading right now. And everything he brought up, he was like, what about all of those earthquakes? And he, like, told me about 70. So, okay. <laughs> so you put in earthquakes. Yeah. So the Italy earthquake is is, is dedicated to Jeremy. Yeah. That male birth control study. Okay. I don't even know where you're going with this. Oh, my fucking. Go on. I'm putting this in my face. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm getting more wine, and I'm going to yell. All okay. Right, I'm going to mark this podcast as explicit. Yeah. <laughs> If you didn't say that the first time. Okay. I just do that by default now. <laughs> so, do you not know about the male birth control study? I'm trying to remember the story. It doesn't matter. What's I'm going to tell story? you all about it. Please. So, you know how women have birth control? You're no. familiar. What? What? Uh-huh. Okay. You only have one child, so I assume you guys have <laughs> figured that out. I've heard of out. these birth controls. <laughs> Go on. Birth control. <laughs> I like plural- pluralizing <laughs> things. Okay. So... There was a male birth control study, which is arguably necessary. Why you drink this wine? Okay. Um, so there was a male birth control study, which obviously involves hormones, because that's how birth control works. Okay. And so the idea was to lower men's sperm, sperm count in so much that they don't get women <laughs> pregnant, which is something we all appreciate. Yes. So many men dropped out. And ultimately, the study was abandoned because of the myriad complaints that men were having. So I really want to be measured in this (laughs) because I don't want to be the person that, like, runs really far with it. But the idea was men were complaining about... First of all, pain at the injection site, which, like, fucking suck my dick. You got a shot. (laughs) Of course it's going to hurt you, dumb motherfucker. Right. But I'm sorry. I hope kids aren't listening. Um, No one's listening. Go on. on. But two, they were dealing with some mood swings. Okay. They were dealing with weight gain. They were dealing with acne, which, girlfriend, I have been on birth control for 12 years. Yeah, that's all true. So... Many men decided to abandon it to the point where... So here's my issue. Yes, many men abandoned it. But the um, the study was ultimately, I think, scrapped for at least now because there were so many men who had these issues. Which... So I understand that there is a difference between the FDA in the 60s when women were dealing with birth control versus now, yeah. right? Like, it's not... It's not Apples and apples, right? It's apples and oranges. But I have been on birth control since I was, like, 18. I have dealt with all of the things. Yes. I've gained all of the weight. I've had the worst. 
I've had the worst skin. I am now not only on antidepressants, but also seeing a therapist because my PMDD is crippling me. But, and I understand that the, this, I, I get it, that like in the 1960s, people didn't give that much of a fuck about anything. But it sincerely bothers me that it is just understood that like, so I'm 31 years old. I've been on birth control for 10 years. I've dealt with all of this bullshit. I have had days where I'm borderline suicidal because my hormones are fucking with me. Like hormones are a real fucking thing. And, and, and it's okay. It's okay that I'm dealing with that. But, like, men are like, oh, my God, my shot hurts. And they're like, no, we can't fucking. It. Here's the thing is birth control alters the lives of almost every woman I know. And these guys couldn't handle it for a study? I mean, the thing is, it's not even that they couldn't handle it, which they couldn't. But it's that the FDA was like, oh, we shouldn't have to put men through getting acne. How dare we? You know, like, it's. <laughs> I. I'm grateful for birth control because, knock on wood, I've never been pregnant. But, like, I've gone through a lot of shit because of my birth control. Whether it was the pill, whether it's the maneuvering, whether it's the IUD, my body and my emotions and my life have changed in a very big way. And you know what? It fucking sucks that they're like, oh, my God, Hemet got a zit. He can't be on birth control. <laughs> It wasn't him. I'm just mad at him. <laughs> but you know what? I, do you do, do you understand? Like, it makes me, it makes me ov- like more angry than it should. I I understand. I hear you. Whatever. What you else like, is on your shit list? Everything forever. What <laughs> month are we in? Now let's move to November. Everything leads to November. Wait, let me get to October. Oh, Bob Bob Dylan won the Nobel Prize, mm-hmm. and he like big timed them, which is dope. Yeah. Uh, Britain. Oh, you know what happened in in October is that Britain pardoned uh, pardoned sixty five thousand men who were charged with sexual offenses for being gay. So it's the turn, you know, Alan Turing's law. Yeah. So awesome. they uh, too late, but thanks. hundred percent too late. Yeah. Oh, okay. Before we move into November, yeah, can we just have this moment? Yes. Of the Cubs winning the World Series. That's November, though. But yes. Oh yeah, it is November. But yeah. I, let me tell you, I'll tell you a quick okay, story. I think I've we... told you this before, but um, my baby was born in October of last year. So right before that happened, so it's like, uh, so I heard. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, I, I know this baby's going to be born and like I won't have time to do anything anymore. Did you name her Rizzo? I did. Uh, <laughs> it's like, okay, what can I do to whatever, enjoy myself before the baby's here, right? And this guy on like the Chicago Cubs subreddit, or maybe the Chicago subreddit, basically says... I have one season ticket. No. One season ticket. No. But I can't go because I work on certain days. So you can have my ticket for a game. But here's what you have to do in return. Just I have a blog where I write about like Oh, you every told me about game. this. Yeah. Yes. I have a blog where I can I write about every home game. Uh-huh. Uh, this is last season, not the World Series season, but last year. He's like, just tell me what happened. Like, write a little. Do- I'm like, I know how to blog. Let me take I've this heard of off writing. your hands. Thank you. So I ended up going twice for this guy. No shit. Third base side, like close to front row of the balcony, like nice. up, upper deck. Awesome seats. 
awesome seat. <laughs> I just went by myself. <laughs> and it was the best thing ever because it's like I don't have to I don't have to deal with anyone else. Yeah. I can just sit and enjoy the game. I can play on my what phone. What series as I'm was it? Uh, there were no series. It wasn't a playoff game. Oh, it wasn't it was, a playoff game? It was a regular <laughs> season. They were good. They were heading to the playoffs. So it's sure. like, these, this is a good yeah, team. Right in 2015. So it's like, oh, Lester's pitching. That's awesome. And I get to see these players. That's great. And it's Wrigley, which is beautiful. Of course. And so it was, I went twice. It was awesome. And then this year I like ended up seeing, I think, one game, but whatever. It was so fun to watch this year. And here's what pisses me off. I was thrilled as a lifelong fan yeah. that they did so well and they were in the World Series and I was watching the whole time. It was so much fun and nerve-wracking in Game 7 of and crazy. Of course. Oh my God. And here's what part of why I'm mad about the Donald Trump thing, not because just because of what happened, because I only got to enjoy that. all the fuck over I know. that. There was like, what, less than a week of oh enjoyment of the Cubs thing before everything kind of fell apart in our little world. Oh my God. And it's like, I, oh, I can't even enjoy this. So, uh, me and my husband are both lifelong forever Cubs fans, right? Um, my <laughs> my dad, I feel like I talk about my dad a lot on this podcast. He'll be fine with that. Um, my dad has this weird shit that he does that if one of my cousins or whomever have a baby, he'll see the baby for the first, for the first time and go, maybe the Cubs will win the World Series during your lifetime. <laughs> my dad's a sociopath, possibly. Uh, but anyway, so... In this series, it was my mom, my dad, and my brother, uh, and I were all in this um, text chain thing. And <laughs> we were freaking... Uh, th- we're not religious. None of, nobody in yeah. my family is religious. This is the closest thing th- that I could talk about that was like a religious experience for my family. Mm-hmm. My Mikey, my husband, and I watched it in our basement there's apparently he hasn't shown it to me yet because I'm sure it's not flattering, but he took like a um, not a stop motion, but like a capture of yeah. the entire night of us watching yeah. Game Seven. Um, <laughs> sports is the closest thing I have to religion, with absolute honesty. Well, it's, you're in a communal spirit; yeah. everyone's excited. There's you're no surrounded. reason I'm a Cubs fan besides the fact that my parents were a Cubs fan, <laughs> right? But and <laughs> Thanksgiving, superstitions my, everywhere, exactly. and Thanksgiving, my folks, my folks live in Wisconsin now. So my brother, my husband, and I went up there, and like after dinner, we just rewatched Game Seven because <laughs> my dad, he was in Florida. My folks were in Florida when they won. Did I tell you the story? No. Uh, so my grand, my dad's grand, my dad's parents, my grandparents are both buried in Florida, um, both lifelong Cubs fans, and. After the Cubs won, my dad went to their grave site and left his Cubs hat That's on my... Cute. Yeah, it That's was... Awesome. We're a dramatic people. People who have lived in cities where there's been no, a no, sports no, they drought, get they, they get it. They get and it. I don't think... I think it's hard if you don't follow these things as religiously, whatever, as, as people it's, do. That they get with, it. with absolute honesty, it's the only thing that I can kind of relate to religion about is that... I am a diehard Cubs fan for the rest of my life for no good reason because for the last 30 years they've been terrible. But yeah. like that's my team. That's my those are my guys. And no Anthony one's gonna Rizzo's be able to convince you otherwise. Yeah. And yeah, it's very much like a religion. Did you see Anthony Rizzo's <laughs> the the um, pocketing of the ball? <laughs> first of all, yes, but his dad was interviewed. What are you He's say? such a good boy. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, you're the best. That's okay. Great. Are you ready for November? Yeah. Do you want to start with Trump or do you want to end with Trump? 
I mean, we we've talked about all the Trump stuff on this site, on the blog, like for a while, and okay. on the site too. But like, let's talk about the people who died first. <laughs> Leonard Cohen died. Yeah, let's talk about happier things. Janet is... Reno died. Florence Henderson died. Man, Gwen Ifill died. I just yeah. Oh, Gwen Ifill. Fuck. Okay. November. Mu- <laughs> Let's talk about election night, okay? Okay. Because I think I tried to talk you to come to my house for election night, didn't I? You might have. Of just like, let's watch the returns together. I remember my... I was so fucking confident mm-hmm. that Hillary would win. I feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. I remember my plan for election night was there were all these atheists running for office for statewide and, and a couple running for national office, but like uh-huh. a lot of state re- uh, representatives, a lot of state senator. They were running for these positions. Yeah. Most of them had no chance in hell of winning. Some, some of them did. Sure. So I was super excited. I was going to be like, yeah, yeah, Hillary's going to win. And some of these others are going to win. And you know what? I'm going to update. I'm going to follow all these other races and enjoy the big show, but like mm-hmm. I'm, I'll I'll talk about all this smaller stuff, and about and as the night rolled on and things got progressively worse for all the stuff I like, mm-hmm. um, I just I couldn't even pay attention to the atheist mm-hmm. races as they Didn't won. I'm just like oh, I'll deal with this tomorrow. I uh, I think I was up until like four thirty, just kind of like, <laughs> and there was no one to talk to because again, this is part of the living in the bubble thing. Mm-hmm. My Twitter feed was dead. It, it wasn't dead or it was just like. What's happening? We'll just look like this is not looking. It was not fun. Like mm. debate night, fun. Super the, fun. The debates and the RNC, DNC stuff, that is fun. Sports, live events, that is fun. This was just, man, this was worse than someone dying. Because like, it, at least when they're dying, they're passing around eulogies and like, look at this memory. This was just like everything ever is just crazy. Yeah, I was, uh, I was in my... Uh, just like in my house and I had talked to like I think you and a couple of other my friends like oh let's watch the returns together with because I was cocky as fuck like I as was everybody of course we were yeah and I think I reached out to you like let's watch the returns together mm-hmm. and so it was just me and my husband and I was wearing this nasty women vote tank that I'm wearing right now because <laughs> I still believe that and I think I killed one of these boxes of wine because I, so you've been to my house, right? Like, so there's like the couch and there's the area rug, right? And the uh, uh, TV is right in front of it. And as the night went longer, I got closer and closer to the TV. (laughs) So by the time my husband went to bed, I had like my, obviously I was drinking wine because I believe in my country, but I had my glass of wine and I was kneeling at the end of my carpet like a child of like, Of there was just this naivete of like, this is sin. I it was, it was so fucking devastating. Yeah, as I I, I said this on another podcast with like a couple of weeks ago or something, but oh, not our podcast, the only it podcast was our podcast, but it oh. was maybe with another guest. Or but what I said was, you know, I rem- I was in Grant Park in two thousand eight when Obama won. Yeah, that was an amazing amazing experience. Uh, and this was totally the opposite of that. And the one consolation, maybe, if anything, is that uh, in 2004, I also felt similarly devastated. But I was more, I was younger, so I hadn't had all this political oh, experience. Yeah. But I was super confident that after four years of George W. Bush, we would be done. 
and we weren't. And I thought that election was really bad. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like I, everything I knew was wrong. But I didn't follow it as closely as I do now. I mean, you were how old but, were you in 2005? Uh, I, I don't know, like 21 or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. But like, here's the thing. Four years later, it was kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. And whatever. Everything was awesome for a little while. So no matter what's happening now, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, Democrats got to get their shit together, but it very rarely stays this way for long. It's just a matter of dealing with all yeah. the... Sh- what I, here's no, what I, I feel don't that. get. It, in, okay. the, in the weeks we've had since that election, what I still don't get are all these people who think he's going to like buck the establishment. He's not. He's doing exactly what the Republicans You're want. You're 100% right. He doesn't know what he's doing. They think he's like a smart businessman or something. He's, he's not. not. He, they, I mean, that's what I don't get. It's as, as upset as Democrats and liberals were on election night, I really didn't see Republicans like overjoyed. I think they were more in shock Nobody than anything else. Nobody was happy else. about this. Nobody like, happy yeah, about Donald this. Trump isn't their best guy either. No, like, of you have they to weren't. defend Donald Trump if you're a Republican. You can't celebrate Donald Trump if you're a Republican. So they're not thrilled. They're just like, well, maybe other people will get through to him on our side so that he'll do everything we want. This is going back to the Ted Cruz versus which Donald Trump thing, which with, they have so far. Which they have. Um, so, and this is why it's like frustrating because even Republicans who are, who have been in politics, who talk about how much they love the country are like, oh yeah, well, like Paul Ryan, whatever, like all those other Republicans totally following whatever he's doing. Nothing he does is wrong, you know? And it's like, if Obama did any of the stuff Trump is doing, if Hillary Clinton did any of the stuff Trump is doing, they well, would be throwing a shit Well, and the fact that Trump fit. is still like tweeting about shit. Like, I'm embarrassed on, I'm secondhand embarrassed, which is not hard for me because I'm embarrassed all the time about everybody. But like, Girl, if somebody is making fun of you on SNL, it is your literal only job to take that gracefully. Right. Right? Like That's part of the job. Even if they like, like, they didn't not make fun of Obama on yeah, everything. Yeah, and everybody fucking worshipped Obama. Yeah, 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 But they still made fun of him because you know what? That's, That's just what, what happens. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't... Maybe if if the media makes fun of him enough, he'll get so distracted he won't like (laughs) he won't like be able to sign anything. No, but with it, since with absolute sincerity, it freaks me the fuck out because I don't know what I don't know what Trump believes in. (laughs) No one does. He doesn't because he's never thought about stuff. No, of course he hasn't. All I know is that he's xenophobic, right? Like I don't even think he is. I don't think he is. I don't think he care. He's ever thought about this stuff to like hate people. I think he does whatever he. I think like, he cares about what coming after he me. Does. I'm just gonna come after you with more power because yeah. that's all he believes in. It's all he knows. Um, I it, it's it doesn't look like it's getting any better. And here's what I don't get too: like atheists, since we're on an atheist podcast. Um, who? What? I know. They there are a lot of people who supported Trump. Like the nuns, Wait, I think who about it almost. Listen to our podcast. Uh, no one listens, so I don't guys, know. But twenty five percent of nuns. Twenty five percent of like nuns voted for Trump. Hey, and some hey, of them. Hey, hey, hey! If you're listening to this podcast and you voted for Trump, <laughs> I don't like you. I don't want to be your friend. You're pushing people away from our tour. Don't audience. care. <laughs> oh, also, let's go on tour. <laughs> but like, he's gonna be bad so for church state separation. Fuck you. 
he's going to be bad on all these. Yeah, if you care about science and education Ugh. and reason and logic and all, like he's going to be bad for them. And like, I don't know. I feel like I see that very clearly. And all these people are like, no, no, no. He doesn't really care about like hurting science. Here's the but thing. He's, he's the people who are by people who do. The people who are super fine with the Trump. Guess what? Are white men. Bye. Like <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's not just them. Yeah, it is. There were women who voted for him. There were Latinos who voted for him. There were atheists who voted for him. Yes, smaller groups, but like still. Yeah, I just ugh. I I don't understand how a person can vote against their own best interest. And I yeah. know that and I know that's like the most obnoxious. Here's the thing. It's like the last 2 months I feel like I've been living every moment and everything I've said has been like, oh, this is why people hate liberals, <laughs> which is 100% me. I'm never going to deny that. But like, hey, I think that people who have children should be able to raise them. Or I think minorities should maybe not be carted off to jail for being brown. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I no, mean, this- I've protected you so many Thank times. Thank you. No, but it, it's the thing is yeah. like I'm... Obviously very liberal, but I don't think what I'm saying is very... I'm not doing a weird thing. I'm just saying, like, hey, maybe somebody shouldn't be fucking brought off to jail because they're brown. That doesn't... is this that go shouldn't be like a weird liberal agenda yes, sort of thing. That thank should be you. a pretty down-the-line, everyone should yes. agree. And yet, and all this stuff about like, oh no, I'm not going to do anything bad for gay people. No, you are appointing people who really are. I'm not going to do anything bad like, for gay people. I just want to murder everybody. Who that's, is in the dark about this? Who are these people who are like, no, he's going to be fine on these issues? He doesn't really care. He's just saying no, what the Republicans. This is the thing that bothers me the most. Do you not? When we talk about small government, so fine. If we want to talk about small government, let's do that, right? Like. I believe in welfare, and I believe in, like, <laughs> if somebody's not making a lot of money, maybe they should get government. Fine, 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 fine. If you don't believe that, that's fine. How many glasses of wine have I had? Is it 17? The box. Mm-hmm. But. Drink more. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Second of all, yes, I will. <laughs> but, so here's the thing that I really am fucking bothered by, is if you're talking about small government... Then why the fuck do you care who I marry? Right. And like to me, like anti-abortion is the opposite of small government, right? Like, yeah, don't tell me how to run my body. Exactly. Like that, right? That's the thing that bothers me. If they were absolutely sincerely being like, small government is the most important, and individual rights are the most great. Fine. <laughs> so no issues with with um, with abortion, and no issues with gay marriage, and. No, if that's what they sincerely wanted to do, fine, great. I'm 100% I am, on board for you. I'm just shocked by the people who seem to think that he's going to be fine on all these issues he's when okay. everyone he appoints is exactly who the liberals' worst but fears But he's draining were. the swamp. Right. He's draining the swamp and then pouring all those things into another swamp Fu- that he is now living in. Here's what bothers you know, I'm me. I'm fucking I, glad is, that everybody's getting fucked over. I'm sorry. Is, I'm so mad about this right now. Maybe they'll figure it out. I'm going to finish uh, this one. I think the thing that bothers me the most is I think you could easily make the argument that a lot of people who voted for Trump, and I know I'm not the first person to say this, uh, the people who voted for Trump, they will tell you we're not racist, we're not uh, sexist, whatever. Tell them what I'm doing right now. She is making a jerk-off symbol. Yep. And it is obscene. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the point being, they will tell you we're not racist, we're not bigots, whatever. But it's apparently, so easy Don- to say. But okay. apparently, Donald Trump being a racist, sexist, whatever, it's fine. did not bother them enough not to vote for him. And I think that's disturbing. That whatever it is, sixty million some Americans saw all these things that he did. And none of it bothered them yep. enough to say, no, I'm not going to vote. Even if you're a Republican, to say, I'm not going to vote for him, but I'll vote for a third party or no. right in. Or for people to say, well, Hillary sent an email once, so that matters. Worse. Fuck, like, I can't. Okay, I, I'm i so mad about 2016. It was the yeah. worst year of my life. I can, I'm going to repeat it's this. It's not. My husband I, I still... I was a fan of Hillary Clinton. This is unpopular to say, apparently. I genuinely liked her. I wasn't voting for her as an anti-Trump. No. I genuinely I liked her. And I told you, I mean, I said this before, too. I voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary because yeah. I wanted her to move left. And you know what? That worked. She did. You know, listen. But I liked her. Here and comes. And I'm genuinely mad that she This shit is in my face. If one more person tells me. Okay. So you got to finish this podcast before you pass out. No, I will never fast out. Uh-huh. First of all, how dare you? Second of all, so we had our first, one of our very few uh, um, podcasts about just you and me, yeah. of just like you and I talking, which we agree in like 98% of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Near Bernie Bro. Yeah. I saw you. I get it. I loved a lot of what Bernie was bringing to the table. I just didn't feel like he had the the backup for it right like of i don't yes. think he knew anything about foreign uh, affairs i don't think he knew that much outside of a handful of domestic no, issues I think that's where he was really good true. on yeah no i think that's I think totally that's right i don't know that he would have been a great president right uh but i liked him in the primary only because he's I liked raising he issues s- you know so my thing it. was i loved what bernie stood for but mm-hmm. i just thought that hillary was a little more this is what we can oh, actually yeah. accomplish. Obama wasn't just telling a line when yes. he said she is the most prepared candidate, like ever, more than me, more than Bill Clinton, etc. Like, no, she knew what she was doing. And if you didn't which, like her policies, so be it. Which but our like, listeners <laughs> did not care for me after that particular episode. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. Um, I, I like that Joe Biden right now is like, yeah, I'm thinking about 2020. Don't care how old you are. I will vote for the Joe Biden corpse. No, I love Joe Biden. He's <laughs> kind of a creeper, but like I fucking love him. But um Yeah. Are there any Democrats that you see that you're excited about for the future? Because I mean, there are a handful where I'm like, I hope they get their shit together because they would be really good. Uh whoever they are, Cory yeah, Booker. Yeah, I mean you're Elizabeth Warren's, you're Cory Booker's. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. Like I hope they but, get But a I wanna profile. say this. Yeah. I re- like this is very important to me, is that so I've been a Hillary Clinton supporter for years. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think she absolutely sincerely, sincerely wants the best for us. Um, and I understand that people think she's power hungry, but I think that's a bullshit claim because tell me a single person who's ever run <laughs> who's for in politics who isn't. who isn't. Yeah. Um, I think she would have been an excellent president, and it. When I watched her, when she won the New York primary, I was with my girlfriend and we cried. Yeah. Because Hillary isn't, she's not super charismatic and she's not gorgeous. And she's, she's a wonderful politician. She has spent her entire career working for women and children. 
I, uh, her losing was really hard on me. Yeah. And you know why? Because you know why people don't like her? Because she's fucking loud and smarter than a lot of people. And annoying and not subversive. And guess who else is like that? It felt personal. When people would say, Hillary is, she's too loud. I've been too loud since I was 14 <laughs> fucking years old. And then, like, and it's, it's kind of a goof, but it's also, I think a lot of myself, I think I'm really smart and capable. And when people don't like Hillary, literally only because she's a loud woman... Yeah, the attacks that they had against her, not just the stupid email stuff, but like some of the other ones, it's, what do you want from her? It felt personal. There's nothing she can do that will make you like her, so. Yeah. Yeah, she's not going to win. What, is she not, she's not pretty enough, she doesn't have a nice voice, she (laughs) doesn't, whatever. There was a joke, but like, there was a joke that she made and other people made about her, but it was kind of true, which is like, no, (laughs) vote for her. She's just going to hide in the Oval Office and do work. You won't ever see her if you vote for her. Yes. Like, that's yeah, the 100%. upside to voting for her. But I... She's not the, going on victory tours. By the end of... Uh, with absolute honesty, by the end of Hillary's um, campaign, it felt personal. Yeah. It was very much like the things that people said they didn't like about Hillary were like, oh, she just wants to be in power, or she thinks she's... A, yeah, I want to be in power. I think I'm really <laughs> smart. It felt, per- it felt yeah. very personal. And that sucks. That fucking sucks. And that's, if we want to talk about it, like, I've sort of gotten let go of my own job because all I wanted to do was make things better and try to do shit. And they were like, no, bye, girl. (laughs) You know, I... But with her, too, it's, yeah, as much as this sucks, look forward to how awesome it's going to be when someone does whatever all the stuff she wanted to do because hopefully that will happen i want um, hillary to be my president you know, at some point there will be a documentary i'm sure i'm sure how, there were tons of filmmakers following her on election night too yeah i i'm really curious to see what that documentary footage would look like inside of her room or wherever she was or in you that, know, I, uh, oh. I almost don't want to see it because i'm sure she had her moment in her yeah. room she just sobbed yeah which is like 80 percent of my life but I feel like that's not going to help her at all. It'll be an honest moment for a woman who's been caricatured as like just being political and doing whatever everyone wants to see. I hate all of those people. Yes. Let's move on to December. You just have swears listed up and down the list at this point. First of all, how dare you? Florence Henderson died. That sucked. This is still November. This is yeah. November. Yeah. I have to close one eye because I'm a little drunk. <laughs> a bus crash in the sea. That was awful. Oh, God. The Brazilian... Um, soccer Sorry. team died. Mm-hmm. Something about Just Kanye. gets laid off. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally couldn't. I'm getting laid off. Don't. Hey, if anybody wants to <laughs> give me a job, <laughs> Kanye lost his goddamn mind. Yeah, but though you could do that every month. Well, war okay. on Christmas. War on Christmas. It's the same as every year. I mean, it's always have- about being Santa, right? It's always sit, sit. No, so, it's just, the only time I ever see anyone invoke that is when atheists are like, oh, you have a nativity stand on government property? We want to join in the fun with our own display. No, why do you hate Christmas? It's like, we, we just wanted to have the same thing you did. <laughs> no. 
We would love that. Yeah. But it, it is kind of entertaining that not just atheists are getting involved. You have Satanists saying, we want to put our display up. You have random really? other groups. Yeah. That's kind of what's amusing. They have a snaketivity going up in Michigan soon. I'm sorry. Did you say snaketivity? I said snaketivity going up in Michigan outside the state capitol building. They have uh, a couple displays uh, in Florida that celebrate uh, Christmas. The American atheists put up their billboards saying, make Christmas great again. Skip church. Uh, but those things are like, we're just talking to our crowd. Like, we're not stopping you from celebrating. So there's no war here. You can have Christmas. No one's That's the thing. Like, when we talk about the war, what does that mean to people? It just means atheists are asking for the same thing Christians do. For- that's First it. of all, how dare you? Yeah, that's all that it is. And that's all all this stuff, all these debates, lawsuits, stuff we've been mentioning this entire time. It's never we want something more than anyone else does. It's we just want to be treated the same as everybody else. And somehow that riles up Christians who don't want to share their. Well, what whatever do they, they say have. that uh, when you have the, the majority? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> But something about, like, having less... Oh, you know what? I'm not going to try to do it. That's fine. That's fine. Thank you. But, yeah, that's okay, all. Okay, let's do our best and worst of 2016. Best and worst of 2016. Yeah. I will say probably the best thing is uh-huh. because of all this shit going on, there's a reason this shit list is so long on the bad stuff. So I bad. During this whole time, this is cheesy as hell, but, like, I had a baby who was, like, what, two months old to, yeah. like, a year and two months she old. She seemed pretty chill. Yeah, that was, like, yeah, they're baby stuff. It's stressful. You don't get sleep. But, like, other than that, it was kind of awesome. You like having a baby? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah? She's good. She's not crazy yet. I've been thinking about having a baby, but, like, it seems pretty hard. It is hard. No doubt about that. I mean, and here's the thing. I, I, I don't know if I've said this before, but, like, I have every advantage in the world with this baby in the sense that, like, we're my, me and my wife, we do okay. We have jobs. We have parents who live in the area. Like, they're all really, really helpful. And it's really, really hard yeah. to raise a kid. It's like, oh, my, I have this newfound... But you, newfound, like, like her, right? She, oh, yeah, I do. She but it's chill. I have this uh, newfound huge respect that I never... I, it's not like I didn't think this before, but I never understood it before for, like, single mothers, parents with twins or whatever. Sure. It's like, oh, my God, this is so hard. With every advantage I have, it's hard. And, man, my huge props to all these people who do it with so much less than that. Um, but that was the highlight because that was the one thing where it's like... I can avoid all the Trump craziness because I can just... Well, it's easier for you not to go in public. I would... My wife would come home from work. We'd take the... we have the baby at home or something, and it's like, we're just upstairs with the baby, and, like, I don't have to watch TV. We're not avoiding people. We're just spending time with our human children. Yes, the human child was very nice. So, I mean, that that was the upside. So I could ignore going crazy with watching TV all the time. Or blogging all the time because uh, there was that. So that was that was awesome. That was a nice, pleasant distraction. Uh, and you know what? She's not old enough to be like horrible yet. To talk to you? <laughs> to, to be to talk back to me. Uh, she can talk, that's fine, but she's not old enough to talk <laughs> back. So it's like this will be okay for a little while longer. Like we're not fighting yet, you know. <laughs> sure. It'll come soon. Yeah. You should have a kid. It'll be fun. I mean, we're thinking about it soon. It sounds really physically unpleasant, so... I can't speak to your end of it, but... Yeah. No, it was fine nice. in the labor room for me. I was No, all but good. honestly, it, you know, it's... 
You know what fucking sucks it, is that my entire life, my dad, my grand, my grandfather, my grandfather lived his entire life without seeing the Cubs victory. Yeah. Victory. And in, in the World uh, Series, in the World yeah. Series, and it's it kind of sucks that this is the moment that I was like, this is me and my brother and my dad and my grandfather and my great grandfather. That's what we all wanted to see. Yeah, and it sucks because because oh, oh you know why? Because I'm a little bit drunk. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, we'll just cut all this. No, it doesn't doesn't matter. Hemant, let's talk about our 2017 goals. Yes, what do we have goals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I didn't prepare anything. I had things. to hiccup. That's all right. Uh what let's, are our... Let's do like a tiniest to- tour. Where are we going to go? I don't know, like Indianapolis. <laughs> Does anybody listen to this podcast? <laughs> all right, tell you what. If you are if you would actually come and watch uh, if we went somewhere, yeah. go to go to the podcast website. Send us something on the contact form saying, "Hey, if you went somewhere like in my area, we might come to that thing because that would be fun." Yeah, we're more fun, more fun than you'd think. Sure, we no, are. But, and we can interview people who are locals. We could. All right, and with absolute honesty, we. If we you th- made it this far into this <laughs> podcast, then the odds are you would do it. It's been five. I have the hiccups. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, when did we start this podcast? Um, like a year and a half ago, two, year, two years ago? I don't know, but I think this is like episode 140-ish. <laughs> and like, I will tell you, the one thing I'm super proud, proud of of this podcast is every we have week every for, week for whatever, two years plus? Two and a half years. Yeah, that's awesome. I will say this. Um, if only we had more than three listeners. But... <laughs> I just but it's been spit going. into you. I will say this. It is a thing that I'm super fucking proud of. Yeah. People, even if it's only X amount of, what, would we have like 7K people who like listen? I don't know. Which is, <laughs> but you know what? I wish there was a better way to know how many people actually it's listen. more people than I've ever <laughs> even met in my entire fucking life. We're lucky as fuck. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks I'm glad for I yelled at Hammond at a Chili's one time, <laughs> so we could do this. I'm glad. No, you this did. this is a thing that it makes me really happy, and I hope it makes other people happy. Mm-hmm. And like, we will do our best to get uh, more fun guests. It, the nice thing about having no, done we're this, just going to yell at each other. We will. Forever. We, we can do more of these if you actually want to listen to it. <laughs> No, we, with absolute sincerity, it's so much easier for him and me to just yell at each other. It really is. Uh, the cool thing about having done this for a little while is that it becomes easier to get guests mm-hmm. that uh, we find really interesting. They so, actually want to hear us. Yes. They're willing to talk to us. They're like, oh, yes, this podcast. All right, I'll talk to you. Apparently, so cool. 12 people listen to you. Every now and then. But no, with absolute sincerity, nothing would, would mean more to me than if we could tour. We will work on it. <laughs> yes, if, if, if you want to see that, us. I'm not joking. If we can if we can make that work. If we could go in like a tiny bar with 12 people, I'd be like, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> Set up microphones in the bar. Yeah, exactly. Done. Hey, listen, we have this. We're recording in your kitchen. Who fucking cares? <laughs> All As right. you could tell with the echoey sounds. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a professional. We're not editing that out. I hiccuped. Okay, listen. Hemant. 
I'm so glad we did this because I uh, texted you like last week and was like, hey, let's talk about how ter- <laughs> how terrible 2016 <laughs> terrible was. Zero was. And then as you send me, here's my draft of the shit list. And it's the longest damn spreadsheet. Thanks, Kate. Uh-huh. Thank you, Kate. But I'm um, glad. It was nice to vent. It was nice to drink. Did we figure out the end of the year? Uh, We are pretty much, yeah. Perfect. Yep. Did we talk about how I got laid off? Because anyway, for the sake of you getting a job, we'll we'll, we won't talk about you. (laughs) If anyone wants to hire me, hire Jess. Um, Anyway, this was a delight. Hemant, cheers. Yeah, Hemant. Our first time since is, my wedding, I've used these wine glasses. Yeah, is this the first time you? <laughs> this is the first time Hammond and I've drank literally ever. It is. It's weird. Anyway, uh, Hammond, this is always a fucking delight Thank recording you, with you. Likewise. I'm glad this is our jam together. Damn right. Thank you oh. all for listening. I think this is like a two-hour podcast <laughs> compared to our normal 20-minute <laughs> one. So if they Bye. stuck with us this long, great. All Stay right. sexy, don't get murdered. Damn right. All right, I'm ending this thing. <laughs>